0: I I couldn't think of a special call to action so I'm just going to go with the old standby. If you like this show and want to support the work that we do, consider going to patreon.com/duckfeedtv. It's a way to uh, set up a recurring monthly donation to us and that helps us, you know, spend the time on the show and shows that we do. That is patreon.com/duckfeedtv. <laughs>
1: Field. This is Cole Ross, and you're listening to Watch Out for Fireballs. It is a Games Club podcast.
0: And this week we are talking about Magica, which is an action RPG developed by Arrowhead Games Studios and published by Paradox Interactive for the PC in 2011. hmm
1: um, Part two of our co-op month, Better Together. Uh, which is a theme month that is brought to you by one of our Patreon backers, Peter Bemis. Yeah,
0: uh, this Thanks was again, Peter. Th- th- thank you, Peter. Uh, this was not his pick. This was the mm. this 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 was uh, 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 Gary served this one up for us.
1: I did. Yeah, I did <laughs> it as a punishment to you, Cole Ross, for all of your past misdeeds yeah. and future misdeeds
0: i want revenge on you i want to mail you a box of scorpions
1: this was revenge though <laughs> that's, that's the cycle of violence you have to graduate from the revenge cycle no never this is a revenge cycle for your future misdeeds and also past misdeeds <laughs> yeah. you okay
0: you now yeah i'm still gonna mail you a
1: box of scorpions it's okay <laughs> you can you can mail it to uh mail it to the duck Feed po box okay and then they uh, and then i'll get it eventually okay <laughs> i'm sure um <clears throat> boxes of scorpions aside uh it is so this is something i didn't you know as, as a disclaimer like i didn't know this yeah um, that this has so i have played th- through this game twice now okay like once when it came out and then once for this episode of the show mm-hmm. and have never had a technical problem with it at all mm-hmm. it just worked and yeah. I, I don't have a, i don't have an excuse for that i don't have a, i don't know why that's the case but apparently this is a, a glitchy nightmare for some Yes.
0: Uh, for all intents and purposes, we are running pretty pretty equal systems. Like We built mm. our PCs roughly within a couple of years of each other, um, and we bro- were both running Windows 10. You had this run completely without incident, whereas I uh, was tied up in a nightmare. And I'm normally really patient with a bunch mm. of this. I'm just generally patient, um, something I'm proud of. But yeah, I lost it with this. It was yeah. it was bad, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> which is which sucks because like the actual game, though not great, is still interesting, and I wanted to see more of it.
1: I, I think that this is I'm um, revisit. I liked this less than I did the first time. Right. Um, we'll we'll talk about the context of when this came out. Like, I still think that there is a core to this that is unique. Yes. You know that, that is, is what unique and special. Like it it is. A special thing the thing the way that you interface with this game is unlike any other game mm-hmm. and i think it is has tons of potential and is super cool yeah and um, I... the way this like rewires your brain to make <laughs> you feel the accommodate uh, a thing i put together today um when i was thinking about it before we recorded is that you this game literally has you learn magic words mm-hmm. like you you the way that this, uh, the interface between like your brain, language, and controls, because of the the way this actually interfaces, is super fucking cool, and I wish that and it, this you know the answer to this very well could just be Magicka too, <laughs> you know like that, like that it would just take some of that uh thing and strip away um like probably like pretty easily you know bottom ten percent waff writing mm-hmm. uh, in this game and also those technical issues like it's right. possible that they fixed the bad parts of this and just left that cool core which there's a lot to talk about um i don't know what they did right. and i really hope they did and if not i really hope someone does or they do uh or something yeah uh for this because yeah. the the this ends up being a thing where like i want to rescue the core of this it's like a geode mm-hmm. you know or it's like a, a, a...
0: everyone bring ones to class
1: yeah it's exactly like well you just you just want that beautiful inner piece you don't want some dumb fucking rock
0: right right you
1: know like here look at respect my stone (laughs) nobody's gonna respect your stone you got to open it up and get them pretties.
0: no no show them your inner beauty um yeah yeah, so I, i i definitely agree with all that like the the many humps that i got over just trying to survive in this game like each of those little moments of epiphany were very cool gameplay moments. It just sucks when technical stuff gets in the way and I had no way to get around it. And yeah. so like as a disclaimer for this, I got through mission 7 yeah. uh, out of 12 and that sucks. I want to beat or get close enough to beating every game for the for the show. Instead, I had to to put the notes together, experience the entire back half of this through video. That is just not a good experience. And Mm -hmm. just the technical, like, like this, we we don't like talking about games this way, but like this is a product and it is seven years after launch. And they're just crash bugs that are known about, but not being addressed at all, have never been addressed. And it's like, well, maybe the community can fix it later. Bye. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah.
1: And I think, I think that they probably kind of dusted their hands off a little bit when they made the second one. Yeah. If I had to guess, because my understanding is it's, it's largely more of the same. Yeah. Um, And it's also it's a weird thing because crashes as a it reminds me of, um, you know, without ever being fixed, of course, but it reminds me of New Vegas, you know, where it's like people who have that experience with it. Nothing erases their experience with it, you know, but also you could just as easily just not have it, Mm -hmm. you know, whenever a game comes out and it's like, oh, it's a buggy mess like that's the the nature of bugs is that they are generally not super consistent right yeah they're
0: going to strike they're going to strike you like lightning and i generally try not to hold that against a game especially on pc right where i guess there's a bit of a lowered expectation because of just the environment that it has to run in with a bunch of different moving parts but also like most pc games have a console where if you get stuck or run up against a problem, you can just bloopity-bloop past yeah. it. Yeah. Right? And part, this part of that is, is not the vintage.
1: Case. Yeah. You know, for, but that's where it doesn't have have that so much. Right. Um. You know, and that other thing, Uh. uh you know, with, with glitches and the experience, too, it's worth noting um, as a disclaimer is that, like, for anyone out there, and I don't think anyone is doing this, but if anyone's out there is like, why didn't you guys figure this out in advance? Like, that's not really part of our process. No. Because it's very rare that it comes up. If you um, if
0: you do a search around a game and bugs, often what you will find is stuff that is high in the search rankings because it was there earliest, um, mm-hmm. and it's about stuff that happened shortly after launch that was that was uh, addressed.
1: Right? Yes, you can usually you can usually assume that things are going to be addressed. Um, and because I was the person who had experience with this and didn't have experience with that aspect like if i had had the same like a buggy mess experience when i first played it i wouldn't have put this forward i'd be like ah right. oh, that doesn't run so great yeah i don't want to risk it i just didn't know that was a thing yeah um you know and it it's just you know this is a live and learn kind of moment mm-hmm. possibly for adding that to our considerations yeah when we're, we're putting a game forward and yeah. previously it never really had to be mm-hmm um, it's, it's a weird thing. Cause I know, uh, people, people have varying degrees of sensitivity, but then people also have varying degrees of how often they run into it. Yeah. Like I know from the Slack, like there are people who just seem to have the worst luck with this yes. sometimes with, with not this specific game, but bugs in general and just tons of games where it's just like, I just couldn't get it to run or I just couldn't get this to go. Mm-hmm. It happens all the time, uh, for some people individually. And I have to think there's something going on with their system. Mm-hmm. When it happens habitually, I'm not saying with, with our computers, you and I, but, like, if this kind of happens habitually, something has to happen. I'm not nearly smart enough to know what that is right? Uh, or even hazard a guess. I think mm-hmm. that it's just a thing where I've generally been lucky
0: yeah, uh, with that stuff. So have I, you know, and yeah. where, where I haven't been lucky, you know, I'll pretty much go to the end of the earth and back to try and get something to run for the show. Like, yeah. if, if there was a Mac version of this that had a different port or whatever— I would have abandoned my Windows save and just started the game again on Mac and gone through Mm. and beaten it. It's not that long of a game once once you know the tricks, right? Yeah. So, like, that wouldn't have been a problem. It just wasn't wasn't the case i'm not going to describe everything that i did to try to get it to work all of this is just kind of a big disclaimer a for people who might be thinking of going for this maybe check out magica (laughs) 2 because the cool thing about this is the system that we're going to describe but also a disclaimer to say like i just didn't experience all this i got enough of the basics and so much of it is laid bare for you at the beginning that you really like don't miss the cool stuff um but it still sucks
1: right right this this is a game where it's not necessarily about that progression there's a little bit of that but you you mostly get it i think it's also worth noting and i'm not saying this as a call-out thing but i think that you also had the parts where it was working you had a much harder time playing it solo no not really like like you don't you don't think you had a much harder time playing it solo no because you can you can you can revive instantly if you're playing it co-op it makes it a lot easier you get Uh, uh... and enemies don't scale either really you, you, so get like, a,
0: you get a uh, like the the stuff the stuff where I didn't have like so the 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 stuff that you're describing that never really got under my hair. I just felt like I had to get good faster mm. or get better at the game faster. My frustrations were not really about we not really about like the 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 difficulty of the stuff that I found. Right?
1: Okay. Yeah. Because I, like, I remember I'm, you saying something about instant kill attacks and like those do suck. I can't go to bat for those. Yeah, but yeah. I, I when that when I was going through that, I was thinking. Boy, this would suck if I didn't have somebody here just to immediately revive me. Yeah, you know, it's Um, like
0: it is. It is a weird and bad design decision. However, by the time those instant kill things started hitting me, I was also in the portion of the game where stuff was just crashing when I went to a new screen. Gotcha. Or when I or when I went to the menu, and so like I think maybe that uh, heaped on as part of a critical mass. Like I'm not going to fight both both the crashes and the instant death if it was just the instant death i feel like i could power through but i don't trust this game to not force me to go through it again and again
1: yeah yeah i guess it's worth noting just that it is something where the scaling of this and this isn't necessarily in the game's favor or anything like that but it's a thing where the scaling of it it gets exponentially easier with extra people Mm -hmm. it doesn't scale to become more difficult Right. Like, you don't you don't fight more enemies, you don't lose advantages, like, you just gain mm-hmm. by playing this with people. Yeah. So it makes that half of that equation smoother, I think.
0: Yeah. um yeah. In light of the technical difficulties I had, I'm very, very happy that I didn't also have the stress of having somebody else on the other end of a Skype call. Um, yeah. As just like, well, I guess this session is over, like, let's start and connect again um, every single time. Like, yeah. so you know tr- tr- trade-offs on trade-offs i guess yeah 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 um w- 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 one stressor is enough
1: yeah i yeah. see that
0: yeah so um that's a lot of hemm- hemming and hawing but like this is this is kind of a first for me for the show so
1: i and, and i feel bad about it i'm gonna have to just learn to be okay with it yeah it happens to me on abject suffering and it, it almost never happens on the show right where it, it just kind of like stops playing but it's you know that kind of thing i feel like I've had stuff get in the way like that before, so mm-hmm. I get definitely get it um yeah let's uh let's get into it though um like i i got I've played through it twice I can speak to the last half as far as uh first hand experience mm-hmm. um and it's not to your point like it doesn't add all that much like there are new enemies that require slightly different tactics, but the the strength of this game, the unique part of it uh is more or less there from the beginning, and you can once you've mastered that by the end. You you can kind of, you know, any new challenges you can kind of clear. Yeah, uh, and most of the attempts to kind of mix that up aren't really successful, uh, which we'll talk about. Yeah. So this is in this game uh, you control. It's one to four players, uh, and you are tiny little wizards, and you are on a quest to stop the evil Grimnir. Uh, so it's vaguely based in kind of Norse mythology, stuff. V-
0: vaguely based, but it is explicitly described, I think, in the promotional materials as a generic fantasy land. Yeah, generic fantasy setting.
1: This this is the month for uh, extremely bad dialogue that was localized terribly <laughs> from people whose language, you know, first language is not English. Yes, like uh, that that is a theme for this this whole weird B movie month of <laughs> of, of watching for fireballs and accident because every all of the awkward all of the dialogue in all three of these games is like super awkward and from a in a way that feels very like from. Another another language. Yeah. I, yeah, I
0: I thought you were gonna say it. it feels like it feels like from software. I was like, huh, that's a oh. that's a strange way to go. Yeah,
1: yeah no, no, it does. I mean, because th- sometimes there'll be awkward turns of phrase and in, in from games too. Yeah. But it's all it's it's much you know more to a point. Yeah. Than this, which does not feel
0: to a point. Yes. Um, I want to talk for a moment. I love these little wizard guys. Oh, they're super cute. Yeah, just like a, they're like little, uh, little VVs. Uh, yeah, little VVs in robes instead of the instead of the rice picker hats. Yeah, it's great. Yep, yep. Ador-
1: <laughs> adorable, adorable little critters. Yeah, uh, there. And in general, like the actual little models here, mm-hmm. I think like look pretty good. The Little goblins are cute. Like everything's pretty cute.
0: Yeah, everything's cute in like a Warcraft kind of way. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep.
0: Uh, so this game plays from a top-down perspective. It uh, kind of looks like a real-time strategy game, but it is an action RPG. Uh, and the emphasis is on moving your dude around and quickly casting these spells. Like, the, the spell casting and Conjuring is, is, the, is this game. Yeah, it's the, the primary mechanic. Uh,
1: everything else is just there to give you things to do this against. Yes. Um, so the way you control it is you move around with the mouse uh, and you cast your spell with, the, uh, with two home rows, uh, Quir and ASDF. Um, so you have those eight keys over there that represent eight different elements. There are two secret elements as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and you dial them in in combinations of up to five and then use a different mouse click to kind of do a spell expression
0: yeah. uh, on them. The, the amount of times where I was like, okay, do I hold shift while right clicking shift while while left clicking? Like I think Photoshop is easier to learn than this.
1: It's, it is it is like a thing, you know, I talk about this, this rewiring your brain. Like, yeah. It is something where you, you learn to interface with this in a way that, you don't interface with games. Mm -hmm. Oh, this is not, you know, it's, it's, I think this is, that's actually extremely neat. Oh yeah. Like figuring that out. It's super Mm non-intuitive, but once you get it, like you are playing this weird hybrid of a typing game and a, an action RPG. Yeah. Except using, uh, fake words, which sound like magic words, Mm Hmm. like learning, learning like learning, like, Oh, like, uh, like Quatar, you know, uh, you know, Quatar or what's the, um, Qu- Quasar,
0: um, I think it's
1: something I used a lot.
0: Qu- Quiffasa? yeah,
1: Quif- yeah. Like you're learning these like things that sound like magic words, yeah. but, and they actually do magic in the game, which is such a fucking clever thing. Yep, <laughs> like that is that is extremely clever to me. Yeah,
0: um, um. and and. and the way how well thought out the rules of casting are and you know mm-hmm. like you know, the, the demand that it places on you to become literally conversant in it you know that's a little bit of a uh like a, a game criticism or game writing cliche to say that the game uh requires you to you know to, to learn a language mm-hmm. you know unless you see like the like the witness or something like that this is uh, this almost takes that cliche and makes it literal
1: <laughs> yeah, you know, it, much, much more uh, demanding in that way and much more alien Yeah, uh, in that way. So there are the the eight primary elements, which are lightning, arcane, uh, stone, fire, water, life, shield and cold. And then two secondary ones you cause uh, they're kind of secret ones. Yes. Uh, so steam, which is fire and water and ice, which is water and cold.
0: Right. And you mix and match these and you're free to experiment with the thousands of possible combinations just on the fly in real time because there's no monobar. Uh, Mm -hmm. And none of the basic spells that are just combinations and executions of elements are off limits. There are special spells you can get. We're going to talk about those later. But for the most part, you're just set loose.
1: Yes. Uh, And you, the way that the kind of learning curve of this game works is finding a couple, you know, choosing which of these combinations you're going to memorize, choosing which one, you know, figuring out your tools mm-hmm. you know so like figuring out like oh this is the high damage beam that i'm going to have if i need a high damage beam yeah like this is how to create uh minds all around myself that heal myself you know so i can uh just walk over those and get instantly healed yeah That's like true. kind of coming with these rote combinations and then getting the finger me- memory like muscle memory that is different than like dialing in a fighting game combination or something like that mm-hmm. You know, it, it's literally just a word you have to memorize that you have just kind of part of your brain tacked to. You know, yeah. like you have a little uh, uh post-it note like an old <laughs> Windows thing. Yeah, uh, in your brain.
0: Yeah, like I mean, it really is like memorizing hotkeys almost. Yeah. You know, I, I just I just hit hit D and E at the same time, and then press the press the mouse wheel, and then boom, I've got armor. Great. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and the speed with which I was able to eventually get these, get, get these things down and Mm -hmm. lay them out was like, I surprised myself because I, you know, I've talked a lot about my dumb meat hands. I'm not very fast at like executing commands or anything. So, you know, like it was very satisfying to eventually reach that point after a certain amount of just like, well, I just keep on dying very quickly. I realize it's my fault. I just need to rise to this occasion or learn uh, learn the way to completely obviate this
1: problem mm-hmm. you know yeah. and and to the game's credit like there always is a way to do that yes um it is a game that like supports because of that like i played this with a second monitor window open that had a word pad with the combinations that i liked mm-hmm. you know as a reminder like i created myself a little cheat sheet yeah uh for it i printed um, out like an a
0: four one from steam
1: yeah Yep, yep and that that is uh that's extremely useful yes uh for playing through this yeah which
0: and that doesn't feel unfair or anything I probably would have arrived at those you know you you can just you can just deduce what those things would accomplish by messing around when there are no
1: enemies around <laughs> well well and also again just that that kind of metatextual part of it like that is your spell book mm-hmm. like you create yourself a spell book yeah that that you know these are the spells that I want to use um what these kind of add up to you and and we'll get to a little bit more of this later is that this is like a game with really kind of limitless player expression yeah in it that i wish was in inside a better game you know yes. i talk about rescuing that that core like that player expression piece i think is is truly special yes um so the, the way they kind of stop you from doing entirely rote combinations is different enemies are kind of more susceptible to different elements um, either they have an elemental alignment or they're carrying something like a shield um or there are enemies that have uh bombs so you have to actually you know if you hit set them on fire they'll it'll blow up their bombs mm-hmm. um later there are ethereal enemies that show up that you have to uh make corporealize uh things like that yeah yeah
0: um and you know dealing with these guys like you know is is a way that the game a forces you out of ruts and b you know a, a little bit forces you to learn the vocabulary right so you've got these bomb goblins and a good way to get rid of those guys is with flame if you're just using a plain flame spell you just send out a little fan of fire in front of you right yeah um well you're going to be caught in the blast you have to learn to combine that with a beam or learn to Mm -hmm. combine that with a projectile learn how projectiles work learn how to charge them things like that in order to figure out how to set them off and then instead of getting caught in the blast yourself you take out the enemies around them as well
1: yeah yep and in in general i don't like one of the things, you know, I talk about wanting this to be in a better game, like they don't do a very good job of setting up teaching moments for those things. No. Like the game really just kind of sets you loose and you're forced to figure stuff out, mm-hmm. which is cool, but the pace of the game is too quick for that. Um, you know, enemies, uh, you know, you can get surrounded very easily, you can get hurt very easily. So you have that time to kind of uh experiment when you're when you're on your own. Which is great, you don't have a monobar or anything. But when you are surrounded by enemies, like learning the rules of different enemies on the fly. Yeah. Uh, even you know, even for myself who had played this before, it can become kind of a frustrating trial and error uh kind of element to it. So that's something that I think again in a better game with a system, you know, an enemy with a bomb would they would just do the video game thing of having an enemy with a bomb walk up and get set on fire in front of you. Yeah. Or you know, something like that to teach you. So you're not doing that while fighting archers and regular goblins, mm-hmm.
0: and and, uh, and putting out literal fires on yourself.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which <laughs> yeah, we'll 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 talk about status effect stuff here because that ends up being another kind of complication to stop you from because the, giving you your full power set right from the beginning has the risk of making this incredibly easy. Right. Um. You can fairly, you know, pretty easily do three, four thousand damage to an enemy right off the bat. Yeah. Um so they they kind of place in these limiters and I don't think it's like particularly elegant. No. As a no. as a way to do it. Yeah. Um, um
0: so the elements at your disposal they don't just determine like what kind of damage you do, uh but they also determine which uh form the spells will take. And there is kind of this hierarchy of the forms. So uh things that affect you or the environment like you know putting up a shield or uh setting down a mine. Uh, if you throw either of those elements or any of those elements into a spell, like, th- that's what that'll be. And that takes precedence mm-hmm. over beams, which takes precedence mm-hmm. over lightning, which takes precedence over projectiles, which takes precedence over spray.
1: Yeah, which is which is mostly kind. Like, spray is probably the least useful. Right. things and beams are very useful because of range. Uh, so most of the time, unless you're intentionally putting down a shield, uh, which you know when you're doing that usually, yeah. um, you're going to get a beam. Yeah.
0: Uh, are really good. The way that they have these uh the that they have the elements separated is actually very kind because all of your attack ones mostly are on the bottom row and your more fiddly ones are up on the second row. So yeah. if you're if you're reaching up there, if you're reaching off of home row, you know that you are uh you know your mu- your muscle memory is telling you your fingers are telling the tale of a more complicated spell. Yep. Yeah. yeah.
1: And you can kind of uh you can kind of panic and just use that bottom row <laughs> uh, and you know just switch to attack and you'll probably get some.
0: Fun. just running around gibbering magical nonsense yeah just just stuff just goes like, stuff explodes around
1: you yeah. yeah just just you know and, <laughs> and and just eventually shooting you know arcane lightning yeah at things you know which which was which is fine yes. and we'll we'll do some damage you really only have to be more thoughtful during bosses and some of the tougher encounters yeah um to stop you from entirely spamming each element has an opposite and if you add them to the uh the queue, it will dissolve the spell. Right. Um as you're doing the way this visually uh, works is you get little symbols under your character mm-hmm. as you're doing this. And if you notice everything disappear, you've switched to an opposite element. Right. Um so yeah, you can't just uh just kind of do entire uh kind of gobbledygook yeah. uh there. Um and if you shoot a beam at a and this happens mostly uh for me it happened mostly in co-op. If you shoot opposite beams to each other, uh it will explode like crossing the streams. Uh, and kill both the casters. If you do concordant beams, uh, they will combine and form more power, which ends up being like a really powerful boss killer.
0: Yeah. So, uh, thing. like a, a moment of communication, like, "Hey, we both need to shoot fire now." Right? Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Let's both let's both shoot a lightning lightning dark beam at this at each other. You know, or at the uh the, like the forty five degree angle place between each other, and that will form combine to form a beam that will just melt. You know, this boss. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, this happened for me because I played this solo again because of the stress of lining people up. Um when you play it solo and you're fighting against another enemy who has your verb set, uh, mm-hmm. you have to be very careful of uh, shooting beams at them if they have that as part of their normal uh their you know, their their, their normal attack.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And and that's uh, that kind of plays into that um the failures of this in teaching, I think, where like having you fight somebody with your verb set is a really cool idea. Um, things just kind of move too quick to know what they're doing, right. To plan accordingly. And that kind of like something we'll talk about. And at some point in generalities is the kind of, this is not meant to be a thoughtful game. This is meant to be a goofy chaos kind of, um, new super Mario brothers. You know, you're supposed to hurt each other. Good comparison. Uh, yeah. it, you know, it, it's, it's supposed to be, uh, uh, just like a goofy, goofy, goof them up. The second game's
0: know? marketing was all about wizards killing each other.
1: Yeah. yeah. They, they, they lean into that, into those accidental deaths. And it's, the checkpoints are a little bit too far too and far between for me to like that. Yep. Um, even playing with another person who could revive me. Like if, if I accidentally, if I'm in the middle of a fight and I accidentally kill Derek or vice versa, uh, that we could lose a lot of progress. Yeah. So the, the checkpointing is definitely feels like a relic kind of thing. and I hope they fix that in the second one. Yeah. Um, so the, uh, when you cast, when we talk about the different kind of spell expressions are those, uh, offensive expressions, but you can also cast, uh, in kind of different different forms as well just generally so you can form in front of you like an attack you can form around you so you can create a uh, barrier or create mines around you or in front of you or kind of a push Mm -hmm. outwards Um, or you can actually cast a spell on yourself uh, or your weapon. Right, um, or and your weapon, rather, yes, um which actually ends up doing a different spell expression, mm-hmm. like uh if you cast on your sword, um one of the the spells I use, and I can't remember the combination right now, um but if you cast on your sword, whenever you swung your sword, it actually created a uh, like a line of lightning, yeah, essentially, and that was really, really powerful, yeah, very,
0: um, very op because like projectile area attached is not really a thing outside yeah. of that, yeah
1: um, and then you're going to cast on yourself to heal. Right. Um. The, the the first spell the game gives you is healing yourself, knowing that you're going to take damage. It's not a game where you have a defensive vocabulary, right? So much.
0: Um. It doesn't stop you from casting damaging spells on yourself. So if you accidentally yes. press the wrong button, well, you just dropped a boulder on yourself, you big dummy.
1: <laughs> and the the, well, the biggest thing that came up for me with that is, and this is obviously very intentional, but um, you have like different statuses you can have, mm-hmm. and the the bugbear is wet. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. If you if you if you pull an Andrew WK and get wet without even trying <laughs> starting or whatever the uh if you do anything lightning uh you will hurt yourself yeah and lightning was a staple of my attack spells because it's very powerful it's also the the second component of the revive spell yeah so to stop you from just like being able to unlimited spam revive when you're playing co-op uh you have to careful of like how moist you are
0: <laughs> and moist
1: boys don't heal. No moist boys don't heal. <laughs> moist boys <They're>, rot. <laughs> moist boys rot. Moist boys don't heal. Yeah. So if you, uh, you had to not be a moist moist uh, mm-hmm. in this and uh, you can, you can undo those. You can set yourself on fire for a second and that'll dry you out. Yeah. Um, You can also cold yourself and, and, and slow yourself down or freeze yourself. Things like that. So you had to be very careful. Um, yeah. and, I, and I'm glad that they didn't make you immune to that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like it would, it would not feel like the sandbox that it is yeah uh but it just it's another it can get a little fatiguing because it's another thing to keep in mind right
0: it's just another like little utterance you have to put into the sentence that you're that you're saying to uh you know to get through those especially like for me the main way that i protected myself wasn't really with area shields but with uh the kind of the rock armor that you put on yeah generally very good however if uh somebody lights you on fire well, okay, your health goes down, uh, but the but the armor stays up. So you have to stop, douse yourself, and if you're almost dead, you have to dispel. You have to just, you, know, you have to dispel your armor, heal yourself up, and then reapply the armor.
1: Yeah, and like yeah. Imagine, you
0: know, doing that over the course of like five seconds.
1: Yes. Yeah, you you you're going to learn a very quick combination. Yeah. Uh of doing those kind of things like the dry myself, heal myself, revive, mm-hmm. almost became its own spell. Yes. To me as a as a thing. And I would sometimes dry myself even if I wasn't, you know, that just kind of became part of my my rote for uh reviving. Yeah. Is setting myself on fire for a second because if I was wet, the consequences would be, you know, we'd lose. Right. Um, um
0: that works on enemies too. Like a major a major thing for me was finding uh was finding a beam that was steam plus lightning that would simultaneously mm-hmm. douse the enemy, um give them the wet status effect, which uh, if not doubles then greatly enhances the damage that electricity does to it.
1: Yeah, it, it doubles it. Yeah. Oh. And you can also use uh wet and cold to freeze enemies and it works on almost everything, mm-hmm. um including bosses, so that ends up being really huge. Yes. Uh, to slow things down.
0: Yeah. Um, Um, You need to learn these spells and learn how to use them very well because there is no loot system. Um, There is no leveling. It is pretty much entirely character- um you just uh, uh let's say player knowledge as opposed to avatar yes. strength right so you know outside of getting a couple of new swords which do minor damage it mostly exists to give you abilities or let you cast those you know different spells or staffs which gives you which give you these perks you're not like going around and picking a bunch of stuff up this isn't diablo
1: yeah yeah there, there's some some obvious inspiration with diablo with kind of the the way the game looks and 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 how you you move through the world but it's not It doesn't take the primary thing of Diablo, which I think is that uh, slot machine Mm -hmm. kind of aspect to it. Um, And those weapons can end up being very useful. Um, A a specific frustration when you're playing multiplayer is that if you die, you drop all the weapons you have um, and you start with your default. If you get revived, you don't get revived with the weapons you had. Mm. So... uh, and then if the the, the a cutscene took over or a character moved on or anything like that, um, it was very hard to have continuity yeah. in multiplayer because of those those revivings. So we ended up with kind of our default weapons. Yeah. Um, this was somewhat mitigated by the fact that there was uh, tons of free DLC. Yes. Release for this, which we'll talk about a little bit later, which meant there were tons of starting sets mm-hmm. we could choose. Those just complicated things further, though, and were mostly in a Yeah, Like, the, uh, the way that we ended up going through it is Derek chose, um, there's a character who's kind of based on Tron, uh, the character's from Tron, and that character is healed by lightning. Like, mm. healing does nothing, but lightning heals them. Okay. And that made, that mitigated the whole, like, don't revive when you're wet thing. Huh. So... You can have different elemental weaknesses and strengths, uh, based on these different costumes you can start out with. And I, I haven't bought, like, I think I might have one of the DLCs for this. I don't have, I never bought like a DLC pack. Yeah. yeah. I've never played any of them. Um, but I think they just released tons of just new avatars for, for multiplayer.
0: I know that there are like base game improvements that have made their way from the DLC to just yes. the vanilla, the, the vanilla out of the box experience. Yeah.
1: yeah. Um, yeah. So there's no, there's no, um, no loot system, no leveling system. Um you're just kind of going through the levels getting better as a player um the only way that there's progression is that there are spell books that have uh specific magics um these are different kind of combinations of elements that must be cast with a space bar and they give you uh unique effects so um and these are generally really great um most of these are really good yeah. so these are either really high damage spells um, or <laughs> these... thunderbolt yeah thunder yeah thunderbolt <laughs> is incredible. <laughs> and i whenever i can use that i i, I mostly spam that mm-hmm. um but then really really useful utility spells um haste which you get a uh, very early on which is excellent um teleport which is really really good as well and then time time warp is another noteworthy one uh that slows everything down yeah uh, other than you you can also kind of apply status effects to everyone on the screen right like so weather. you can make everyone wet or yeah. everyone cold and uh the shield spell that you have earlier that can have an elemental effect to it, so you can just protect yourself from wetness. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, give yourself a little umbrella spell, and then make <laughs> everyone wet, and then just absolutely wreck shop with lightning. Right, um, is is a, a a very real strategy mm-hmm. that if you can commit those that series of magic words, uh, you can make that happen. Yeah, you know, if you can
0: discover that collision and then repeat it. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. This is a pretty difficult game. I imagine <laughs> it, it remains so even in co-op. Uh, co-op players have a big advantage because because they can revive each other, which is mm-hmm. good. Uh, you can also provide cover, distraction, etc. A big thing that I that, that happened to me playing this solo was just enemies bearing down on me, kind of chasing me mm-hmm. around the screen, and me just kind of like kiting them.
1: Yeah, it's it's a lot easier co-op. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, like it just splits attention. Yeah. Um, you know, to but two also enemies don't scale in number as far as I can tell. Right. So you're just dealing with the same number of enemies, but you have twice as much firepower. And I imagine that can go up to four times as much firepower, you know, obviously Yeah. Um, the way that's mitigated is just, there's more chaos on the screen. So you're going to have more accidental deaths, mm-hmm. but I bet the easiest way to play this is four players. Yeah. Um, I don't think any. I don't think bosses get boosted health. I don't think any, you know, it has any of those scaling effects
0: based on the videos that I saw. Uh, you're, you're correct.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So it's uh, I think it gets easier as you play it with, with more people. Um, it's still not easy, mm-hmm. you know, like easy, easy, but it's, I don't find this game to be particularly hard right um yeah especially once you get those kind of again those kind of routes yeah. you know like this this is this is my my go-to damage yeah so
0: um <laughs> one thing that solo players do get thanks to uh thanks to a dlc or an update uh is checkpoints and fairies uh <laughs> so you know at, like when you touch one of these checkpoint stones you'll get a fairy that follows you around and will give you a free revive uh and the cost of that is that the fairy will mm i think about four times a minute uh, just pretend to be navy hey cast, mm. hey maybe you can cast some spells hey explore the level hey
1: <laughs> this, this this is the kind of super fun meme humor that you come to know and and, and be tolerate yeah <laughs> uh from the, the, the widely be tolerated yeah. <laughs> humor from, from the developers of Magicka. yeah um, <laughs> yeah it's um yeah i've never played this single player okay uh, so I, i've never i've never seen the navi fairy um however i can say that that sounds in line with the uh the and i want to i want to make sure like you know i don't know uh if, if i'm editing this maybe i'll put some reverb over my voice to make sure this sounds very important um i will
0: uh, I, I will put the reverb on you
1: okay this this uh this game has Sub-Borderlands Sub borderlands level of shitty memeiness. Yeah. When I call something worse than Borderlands, it really means something because I hate <laughs> the writing in that game right. and that series so fucking much. Okay. It's the thing that stops me from being able to play it. I can't handle somebody walking up and saying they have an arrow in the knee. This whole game is that. Yeah, uh, except it's like early Internet. So some of the stuff isn't from the Internet. It's just like, what if someone said something from Star Wars? Yeah, it makes me want to choke the people who wrote this. So like, it's, I, it's like, not. I'm so mad. It is not uh, references. Words.
0: It's not references used as jokes. And earlier, you know, I, I made the joke about everybody bringing a geode. Right. You know, where yeah. our noses are not entirely clean. Um, however, in this product, it is just it is just statements or lines lifted from movies presented in place of jokes.
1: And sometimes not even that. Yeah. Like it, sometimes it, there's there's things are oftentimes presented with the cadence of a joke uh-huh. that are not jokes. Uh, and I, I just can't tell how like there there's there is a humorous aspect of this that it could have been. Uh, that it could have worked with because the idea of these wizards being little idiots. Right. Like. I'm down for some little idiots.
0: Yeah. Give me some minions. You know?
1: Yeah. Like, give me a listen. The three <laughs> things I love are fucking minions. I love rabbits. And I, I love the magic of critters. Like, just give me tiny morons that run around killing each other. And I am a pig and shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, I actually don't, don't like those things, but I, I do like, uh, you know, I like gremlins. You know, those are little idiots. Like yeah. there are little idiots. I like, um, that's what they are going for is these guys are just morons and violence. It's a cartoon, yeah. you know? um it doesn't work no like i i did not uh it's very hard to even think of a time i smiled out loud uh in this in this
0: game there was one line that i thought was funny
1: there's there's i mean there's there's a few there's just a couple things that are kind of (laughs) okay yeah like that's kind of okay yeah um but it just it it tries a lot Mm -hmm. and there's actually like a lot of dialogue to it yeah it's weird that this character like we're gonna camp out on fucking vlad jesus but but Vlad comes in to deliver a few paragraphs with alarming frequency mm-hmm. and is home of the two like worst running jokes that don't have they're just setups mm-hmm. like it's like uh so vlad uh is acts like a vampire and has a vampire voice, but keeps saying he's not a vampire so like if if that's if that's a real knee slapper to you like you know explain that to me please because i don't know is there something i'm missing there yeah you know is there is there more to that joke
0: i I honestly have
1: was a vampire and didn't said that they weren't
0: well what if somebody really didn't want to uh let you know that that they were a vampire and then three quarters of the way through the game it made a big reveal i'm actually a vampire
1: yeah yeah like so that's that's the joke yeah you know that's the thing the other thing is that he keeps saying luck in quotation marks and I could I cannot figure that out. I didn't notice like, that. good luck. It it happens a lot. Like whenever oh. he says about like chapter three on, he says good luck and, and luck is in quotation marks. And I think the idea is just supposed to be like, you know, he doesn't wish you luck. Uh but that's not, <laughs> not a joke. <laughs> it's not a joke. Wait a like, minute. It, a person it,
0: just, who's being nice to me isn't doesn't actually wish me well?
1: That that's you know, uh that's that's the worst. You <laughs> know, and did did it was is it one of those like the fake uh the blog? Like the fake uh, uh quotation mark blog, like was it supposed to be italics? Uh, I and they just, just use quotation marks instead.
0: I have no I idea. Are.
1: It's it's uh it's like when I say bottom ten percent of writing on the show, like I I mean it, and probably worse than that. Like it is excruciatingly written and yeah. and charmless and unfunny, but also there's lots of words
0: yeah it uh it definitely uh just it <laughs> about a couple of chapters in it was like i am only paying attention to this so i can make a note of wh- where the story is going yeah like I, i'm not stopping to talk to any villagers this game has done nothing to make me think that it is worth engaging with its text
1: yeah it it is not it's yeah. not anything yeah, like it, it. It's not the draw. It's just so. Like it's so dated
0: too. I mean, good god! Like you know yeah. how you can you know if you write something down, you can just mail it to yourself, and like boom, <laughs> that's instant copyright. Sure, uh, some people say. The other way is to put as many internet jokes from the current era into the thing that you're publishing, yeah. <laughs> so that way people know exactly when it was
1: made. You can guess the year based on, on yeah. that. It's like when you hear a record and there's like a really like bad synthesizer patch, and you're yes. like, "Oh, this record's from 1983." Like, yeah. I know exactly what this is. It,
0: it just I was playing this, and all I could think of was there's an episode of Community that was put out, I think, in like 2013 or something. That was a period piece episode about 2008. Mm. <laughs> and so it's yeah. like people were making there will be blood jokes like just quoting that and like everybody was just going crazy about uh sour frozen yogurt you know <laughs> yeah <laughs> just the idea <laughs> of making a period piece about something five years in the past is hilarious to me and that's a little bit what this feels like like what did 4chan look like in in 2011
1: it, it's really that yeah you know and it, it is old you know like it, it's 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 2011 you know which which is fairly old mm-hmm. you know like th- th- that was a thing that was more acceptable at the time it just, you know, the the most kind way to talk about the the kind of referenciness of this is that it hasn't aged well. Yeah. Um, you know, and I guess, I guess, let that be a lesson. You yeah, know, to you, I'm, I'm saying to you, Borderlands devs, like, <laughs> like, stop, you know, whatever Harambi joke you're trying to write into Borderlands three right now, please stop. <laughs> you know, like the, the Ugandan Knuckles boss fight that you have planned, that's going to be to sex. Yeah. Like it, it needs to go away because you're just making your game seem like shit as soon right. as like a couple of years have passed. You yeah. gotta stop.
0: Yeah, and the, the, there was, there was an interview with the uh, the devs, and they said, yeah, like all of us talk to each like we, we we speak to each other in in references. It's like okay, yeah, I get it, I, I know exactly what that is.
1: And and they're they're kids. Yeah, so the the people who made this game like they're they're college students. They were students at the time. Yeah, they're yeah. students who made this. Like they got picked up. It's kind of a sweet success story, and yeah. they they went on to make other like good games. Mm-hmm. Like these yeah they, these are the guys. Um, I didn't really realize this until I until I looked it up. They made Gauntlet. Uh, they made yeah. They made the new Gauntlet. Uh, they made Hell Divers, which I've heard very good things about. Yes. Um, you know, so they're they're legit. Like they can make a game. Mm-hmm. You know, um, but they uh, they just they happen to be kids who just got you know got picked up got picked by up because they had a good idea. And the, and the, exactly. And mm-hmm. this was a, this was a huge uh, like a huge success story for for Paradox. Like this ended up like raising their profit something like two hundred and fifty percent. Yeah. <laughs> or saying the year it came out, it was just, it was absolutely, you know, it was, it was out of this world. Like they did a really good job, but I, when I get mad at the writing of this, I keep trying to think like, Oh, these are like mountain dude up, you know, college kids doing this. Like this was not, you know, writers. Mm -hmm. It's kind of, it's kind of like the dark corollary to portal. Oh yeah. yeah. You know, like, like the, you know, there's a bunch of college kids who had a really good idea Mm -hmm. and got picked up by a, by a studio
0: and then probably hired an actual comedy writer
1: well that, and that's exactly the thing is like yeah. you know paradox did not say like actually guys well, you know you're you're gonna have to work on that part yeah like you know the, this this vampire running joke is just not doing it yeah for us here at paradox so.
0: yeah so yeah it's a. I i mean it's a, it's a shame they, 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 yeah. they tried
1: yeah they 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 definitely there's some effort that went into it yeah like the in, in that there are a lot of words yes um, um We
0: already talked about how buggy this is. I want to say, just in general, I'm not I'm not against bugs and play like they can add to charm. You know, Skyrim wouldn't be the same without the giants that fling you far into the air. You know, mm-hmm. like the physics glitches and stuff like that is just it adds to the chaos of what happens. What I cannot abide is oh, why well, I just can't I can't play this anymore because of
1: yeah. The game. yeah, yeah, Cr- crashes to desktop are not a fun bug.
0: Yeah, and putting in a spell uh in your game called crash to desktop. Mm, doesn't yeah. doesn't really uh solve the problem for me
1: and that, that was supposed to i was reading about that today and it's supposed to be like a reference to how buggy the game was when it launched mm-hmm. uh, which again is something that implies that the the bugginess had gone away which it, like i you know which is a weird thing yeah you know for them to do when it obviously has not
0: do you want to know when the most recent patch of this game was when was that monday
1: yeah, <laughs> for you it was Monday.
0: <laughs> no, uh, like literally it was just, yeah. you know, here in late May and I was still having the problems that I was having. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. I, don't, I don't know. So they're still, they're still working on it. You know, it, it's still getting patched. It's just, you know, yeah. not patching the right thing. Yeah.
0: Uh, they released a bunch of DLC for this. You know, some content packs, like a PvP mode they added, like for arenas, challenge mm-hmm. maps and things like that. Um, yeah. A lot of that trickled down. Some of it was free. There was paid content, though, uh, mm-hmm. including Magic of Vietnam.
1: Eh. Mm-hmm. <sighs> the, so the I was reading about that too because I was like, "Oh, that's that's really misguided." And apparently, again, just this thing being a perpetual product of its time was a parody or a reference or something to like a Battlefield expansion,
0: Battlefield Bad Company to Vietnam.
1: Yes. Yeah, yeah, like it was. It was specifically something else that was happening in games. It wasn't. Let's, Let's make f- fun of Vietnam. Right. You know, like it was, it was <laughs> that hilarious a conflict. Game. Yeah. The, the hilarious conflict that everyone knows and loves from the 70s. Right. Um, it was making fun of a video game. Mm-hmm. But again, don't stop doing those kind of references because it's gonna make your shit age terribly. Like <laughs> Vietnam the country and Vietnam the war are going to have slightly longer shelf lives than bad company too, man. Yeah. Like like the Vietnam means something already. No one's gonna look back on this in twenty eighteen and be like, no, that's a cool bad company reference. They're gonna be like, Why are these wizards going and killing Viet Cong goblins? <laughs> like, that seems fucked up. People died, man. Yeah. Like, it just uh, you know. Yeah, pretty, pretty poor taste, even <laughs> if it was on accident.
0: Yeah, not, not not a big fan of that. I'm a little yeah. I'm, I'm mildly more into the idea of Magicka. The stars are left.
1: Yeah, yeah which which is the, the Lovecraft expansion. The boss of this is uh, a Lovecrafty thing. They, there's some of that uh, that plays into this. And that's an entirely Lovecraft expansion, which mm-hmm. I haven't uh, I've always meant to play. I think that's the one that I bought. Yeah, uh, but I haven't haven't played it. Um, they were originally going to call it The Stars Are Right, which is the uh, you know what happens when Cthulhu comes back when The Stars Are Right, but found out that was copyrighted and changed it 12 hours before announcement. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to switch it to the left. That's a fun story. Yeah, which is kind of cute. Yeah. Um, and I can see that being fun. You know, not necessarily that. Like, who knows? Like, I could try that and maybe the writing is all, you know, exactly the same. No. But maybe getting the references would make it better. I don't know.
0: Who knows? Who knows? I, I got the references in the main game. <laughs>
1: Yeah, it didn't make it better. Right. Like yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh so like we like we've alluded to Magicka 2 was released in 2014, uh headed by a different developer that time. One uh, of the
1: developers who did the did some of the DLC. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. like Pieces Interactive or something like that. Yes. Pisces I, I forget. Um and the, like it makes sense that it got a it got a sequel. Like this you know, Magica sold really, really well. It sold like one point two or one point three million copies in its first year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which was which was huge for an indie-ish game on the PC. I mean, it had a publisher, but like this is wrapped up in kind of that movement
1: of smaller PC games from the time. I guess it's also worth noting too that like uh, even though me to a slightly lesser extent than you, but still me as well are are kind of down on this. Like this is a really well thought of game. Mm -hmm. Like this is this is a popular, critically liked game. It Real. got really good reviews when it came out. Did like people like this. It had like seventy fives. Not like it, well, know, got, what was I looking at? It
0: got reviews. Like it got it got awards and stuff. But like if you look at the, uh, I'm I'm basing this on the like the the Wikipedia entry that you where they aggregate the aggregate reviews. Like like the, the publications that are on there gave it like pretty pretty firmly. Like even on Metacritic, it's like a seventy two. I think. Mm. Yeah,
1: which is still like yo, know, So i definitely remember reading. Mm-hmm. Like really positive reviews of it, yeah. Uh, and like a seventy, a seventy-five is not a bad.
0: Oh, absolutely not. That's not know? that. That's yeah. not the uh, the the niche that I'm. Uh, that's not that's not a position that I'm going to hold for even a yeah. second. But like yeah. when I, when I, when I think of something as being like critically lauded, um, I I usually associate it with 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 higher
1: scores. Than I that. guess lauded is not the right word, but like yeah. was fairly well thought of. Yeah, it yeah. still has like really like the Steam Steam reviews are very good for it. Um, and it did win. A bunch of awards yeah and for as know,
0: so- for, for as down as i am on the experience that i had with it again that core idea very good and you know pretty like and not pretty unique for the time you know the mm. fact that you could get get in there and like mess around and have the super chaotic experience with four people online i assume pretty smoothly as, as mm-hmm. long as the game would fucking run um then then yeah like i can totally see it making a huge splash because there's good stuff here
1: yeah yeah. And that's one of those things where like I, I imagine that, you know, if I went through and read a bunch of these reviews other than the ones I read, like when it came out, mm-hmm. um, a bunch of them have to grapple with that. Yeah. You know, like the the, the very good idea at the core of this and the, all the stuff that hangs off it, that's less good. Yeah. You know, um, but like it's so so well was not a. Like we, I, I guess like my way of pointing at saying that is that I think that we're more negative on it than most people generally are,
2: mm-hmm.
1: I guess, or expecting expecting to be because it's like I was pretty frustrated during during parts of this mostly just with the talkiness and repetitiveness of it. Yeah. Um, the literal the, repetitiveness. Uh, yeah, repetitiveness is another theme for this month <laughs> that I didn't expect. Be it a, a lathe that showed up from jail, or uh, hey, guess what? Giant insects. <laughs> Um, it's going to be its re- repetition month on um, mm-hmm. watch out for fireballs, yeah um but you know it won a bunch of awards and uh and and is kind of well thought of yeah, so still worth talking about um which we will get into yeah, right now.
0: Right now, uh, so it's been a while since we done one of these setup things. But the story in this is so simple that really you can you can get it all done in one paragraph. So there exists in the kingdom of Alderheim this academy of magic that trains up these wizards who are amoral and feared across the lands. Uh, one of the students, Grimnir, uh, he sought to master all the magic and to bring peace to the land, but that could not be. So the headmasters uh kind of banished him and imprisoned him imprisoned him at the world's end uh and shortly after that war started spreading across the kingdom the orc warlord khan is a army, and as ha- as happens in every rpg uh the monsters are getting far more active
1: yes the blight yes uh here. and this uh this starts off with chapter one the fancy menace that's going to keep what? happening <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and which like, you know, so lots of Star Wars things. The the idea of a fancy menace is actually kind of cute and good. Uh, yeah. I like the idea. I want that to be a wrestler. <laughs> like very much. Yeah. The uh, the uh uh there's a really great uh I, I rewatched Mr. Show and uh there's a I think it's during uh, the streak streak episode, mm-hmm. where the, the you know, it's it's the Streak Dome uh 2000, there's a part where they're just like, you know, he was on top of the world and then tragedy struck. Captain Tragedy. He <laughs> yeah, was an unemployed burst. wrestler from you know, and it just—I love Captain Tragedy. Yep. <laughs> that just being when tragedy strikes, it's him like body slamming you in an alley, <laughs> Burst through the window, it
0: does wrestling, moves on until you're paralyzed.
1: Yep. <laughs> I love it. Uh-oh. Yep. <sighs> Man, that's oh, good. That is is that, is that on? Fuck.
0: Is that yeah. on HBO or did you just oh, have on, DVDs? It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. You know, you have
1: to, yeah, you don't. You can watch everything that those guys have ever done on YouTube. You can watch every Mister Show and Run Ronnie Run on YouTube, which I have oh. done. Yeah. Uh, so, in this month. So, yeah. Weird. Get get you a Mr. Show rewatch. I need to. Yeah. It is still genius. So, the Fancy Menace. So, it starts off, you know, a story of dungeons and dragons, ghouls and ghosts. Uh, Vlad pops up. He is not a vampire uh, as he takes pains to remain new. I, I guess part of so So, they, they're speaking. I don't think they're actually speaking in Swedish. I think it's like, it's simlish Swedish chef talk.
0: Yeah, I didn't want to take a stab at that because I didn't want to act. I didn't want to accidentally uh, reveal my opinion that the Swedish language sounds fucking goofy. Yeah,
1: <laughs> um, <laughs> I mean it, it, it's 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 a this version of it. I think is exaggerated. I don't think okay. this is like you know this is actually. How sweet it sounds. I could be wrong about that. Yeah, but I, well, I, I, like there,
0: just... there were certain words that came through, like chief or king. Like there, like there, there are words that that sounded like English words are like cognates in there. So mm. like it kept me, it kept me on the edge of like, okay, is is this an actual language or is this Simlish?
1: Yeah, yeah. I, I couldn't tell. I, I assumed it was Simlish. I guess. My point being is that if it is not real language, mm-hmm. there's no reason to have the voiceover last as long as it does yeah. with the text. The text splays across the bottom of the screen. You read it very quickly. The voices keep going. Uh, so maybe it actually is in another language, which if, if it just did like subtitled English, mm-hmm. you know, and then, and then just actually use the native language, I'd be kind of surprised. Yeah. It's kind of weirdly brave to just have a game release in straight up Swedish.
0: Yeah. Well, the uh, the yep. interstitial cutscenes are voiced by Vlad in his in his bad vampire voice. Yeah. Yeah. In yeah. English, I mean. Yeah.
1: I, my the, my larger gripe about that is just that he talks for a long time. Yes. I need him to shut up. Yeah. Very badly. <laughs> uh, so, but here you know he wants you to do uh, very slowly he speaks and tells you to go see the king. Yes.
0: Uh, We're in the academy. We can go downstairs to, you know, to where the other wizards are having a saving the world party and a drunk wizard collapses the floor beneath you, uh, sending you into the dungeon.
1: Yeah. Uh, We'll put you into this tutorial in the dungeon, which I think is actually a really good tutorial. It's good. Since this this game has a lot to teach you Mm -hmm. and introducing your, your elements one by one. And the way this kind of teaches you the, how they express, like, I think is actually really good.
0: Yeah. Just by Uh, having you solve, like, you know, a bunch of little problem rooms that are connected very simply to each other. Yeah.
1: There aren't going to be a lot of little puzzles as we go. No. You know, so it, it's a way of just learning the verb, not learning its application. Mm-hmm. You know, so like when you restart a generator with electricity, when <laughs> I first saw this, I had a very distinct memory of being like, oh, it's going to be like one of those games where there's just a task. Like I see a generator and I just have to zap it. And that's, there's a task and it's going to masquerade as a puzzle. Mm-hmm. The game is almost entirely combat. Yeah. It's just teaching you what electricity looks like and how to shoot it. hmm not teaching and, you how to use it
0: and then 11 chapters later boom there's a generator
1: yeah yeah it's the, the, <laughs> yeah but for the most part right you know, it's the real checkoffs generator yeah kind of thing
0: <laughs> but yeah you know you have tutorials for all of your elements that slowly unlocks them for you um and then introduces combat um mm-hmm. teaching you your, your your verbs for that and you have your first mini boss here uh against a beholder the wa- or behold the watcher Behold this yes. is his name watcher is the name of the creature it's a beholder Yep. Um and this very smartly teaches you how to use your
1: shield. Yes. Yep. Um and this is a really easy little mini boss. Yeah. Like he's not fine. And I'm always down to see a beholder. Mm-hmm. Like I like how this guy looks. He's good. Um you kill him, uh, you get outside. Uh one of the things that's worth noting is you can kill every friendly NPC except for Vlad.
0: Yep. And nobody um, nobody complains, nobody, nobody really cares. runs. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. They're they're just going for that. Like yeah. you can just uh try out things on like there's what it's I guess, you know, when I say no parts of this are funny. Like, I laugh a little bit when I went to, there's like a guy standing by a practice dummy. Uh huh. And then I just did the spell on him instead of the dummy, which I think <laughs> is kind of funny. Yeah. As, as just like a thing and then just left the dummy alone. Yeah. Like, that's kind of cute. That would be, you know, a, a 0.3 second long joke in an airplane, like a Zuckerberg movie, mm-hmm. and then would move on. And that's. Those are the kind of scraps that I'm looking <laughs> off the floor here. Yep, just looking <laughs>
0: like, looking for anything usable yeah. to form into a little joke, McNugget.
1: Yeah, I'm just pouring <laughs> the dustpan down my throat, yeah. uh, and hoping a <laughs> little McJokelet's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah,
0: no, but that's fun. Like, that's that, that is a little like it, it was, it was a gameplay accident that manifested itself as a joke mm-hmm. for you. Like, yeah. that's that, that's good. I like that. Um, and again, like that—that—that that is the chaos and kind of imprecision of what's happening here. To that point, though, of um, of it being able to kill NPCs, God help you if you accidentally kill uh, a, a cutscene NPC from off-screen. Mm. You know, like just a, a guard or a villager or whatever with an air and fireball, because what will happen is the cutscene will start and then you'll be locked into it you 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 won't Uh, be able to skip it because the actual little actor on the screen like in in the game will not go up there to deliver his line and then you have to restart from the checkpoint then yeah i
1: didn't run into that yeah um i don't know why because i was pretty pretty free free flowing with those fireballs but it just didn't pop out for me yeah um, but yeah that sounds obnoxious as hell um it's worth noting and we make this disclaimer a lot but it's worth noting here that we're not going to talk about every individual combat encounter right um you know, because they're, they're largely samey. Yes. Uh, here, like we're going to talk about bosses and kind of the different, uh, the way the story moves and the different areas are in, but this might be a pretty brief episode actually. Yeah. Cause the game is not very long and you spend a lot of time just moving from one field to another. And this one has goblins and this one has goblins plus one extra goblin. Yeah. And there's tons of that. Yeah. We'll talk about uh, the
0: additional complications. And then mm-hmm. if a stage has an idea, we'll talk about that. Yeah.
1: So, um, as you're leaving this, this, this tower, um, you get told, like, hey, watch out for goblins. And there's a spell book up on a tower that you can't quite get to mm-hmm. uh, from where you're at. I watched a pretty fun speed run of this uh, that was on an earlier patch. Um, that's the teleport spell we get it later. Um, if you you can get it now by actually using uh, during that patch to use mines to blow yourself up there. Mm-hmm. And you can beat this in a half hour. And oh. it's pretty it's a pretty fun speed run to watch because he uses my like healing mines to skip like you just kind of fly across huge sections of the levels like you have to <laughs> aim yourself very right precisely yeah and you can just like like shoot yourself across levels and just skip whole encounters
0: yeah i can see this yeah. game being pretty exploity like that
1: yeah yeah because it does have that freedom yeah
0: the know? the uh, being able to get the teleport spell up there um that was actually they didn't intend for that to be able to happen but once mm. they found out that you could they're like well why would we fix that
1: yeah Which, which, that's a philosophy I appreciate. Yes. I I like it when game developers do shit like that. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. So when you get outside, a goblin's attack a farmer. I ended up killing the farmer in the crossfire, (laughs) right? It's just giving me a quest to kill rats in his cellar. Okay, fine. Like, that's a, like, that is a pretty, uh, a a pretty rote,
1: uh, RPG joke,
0: but I still appreciate it.
1: You, uh, you don't end up going into a cellar. No. There, uh, if you accept the quest, I think the rats come out, Mm. uh, there and then you, you kill them. From outside, but yeah. It's not like there's lots of uh interior exploration in this game. No. Um you kind of move through again more more gobs, more gobs. Um this is on the way here, I think is where you can first freeze the lake. Is this where they introduced
0: that? Yeah, that's where they like they gave you a crick to uh to freeze
1: yeah yeah, which i think is is cool and fun mm-hmm. um, and that allows some again some kind of fun player expression where you can there's a little creek you can freeze it and have things uh you can walk across it you can have enemies walk across it and then melt it yep uh, to get them wet uh there and lightning them and eventually this is used to uh to go and get spell books yes uh in the next chapter I think mm-hmm. um but here you're mostly just uh fighting fighting goblins until you eventually get to a fort uh, where Yig the forest troll attacks. Um, And this is kind of, I think, teaching you not to value human life. (laughs) Uh, uh, There's tons of, you know, little soldiers fighting him as well, meaning that he will be kind of tied up. Like this is barely a boss fight as well. He'll never Mm -hmm. get to you, but you can't really kill him without accidentally doing tons of friendly fire. Yeah.
0: So, yeah, I'm I'm mowing through these dudes trying to do damage to him um, and pretty much just trying to avoid his dags. He's big, slow, does a bunch of damage. And I think, you know, for, for, for me, it was just a matter of like, okay, get really good at, you know, sticking, running, casting a spell really quick and keeping going around. Yeah.
1: You've, you've learned haste by now. Yeah. Um, one thing that is, is a interesting thing about this game is that if you have uh you can cue a spell up, but once you do, you move very slowly. Yes. Um, so you can get kind of prepared to do an opening salvo, but the game wants you to be casting these spells in panic, mm-hmm. you know, while enemies are there. You can't just, uh, constantly cue yourself up and then just have it. Right. Yeah. Um, after you kill him, we move to uh, Chapter Two: Attack of the Goblins, uh, which is similar to Attack of the Clones.
0: <clears throat> uh, <sighs> <yes. laughs> yeah. So you fight goblins here,
1: uh, instead of clones, which is in the popular film, they right. attacked clones, or yeah. they, they, you know, clones attacked and then they attacked them back.
0: Yeah. the the the, the, here, f- however, the film and merchandise uh, juggernaut,
1: juggernaut is... that is Star Trek. um so you uh you fight your way into this village here yes uh who uh who there's this guy in a workshop who's there who sees a bunch of goblins coming out of a ship like a ship kind of crashes from off screen it pans over Mm -hmm. uh to show you know the 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 ship and a bunch of goblins start getting out this is where they introduced bomb goblins
0: yeah as the one dude says run to the hills run for your lives you know just like Mm -hmm. that famous metallica song um yeah, so you know it's a battle with plenty of goblins. I love these bo- these bomb Is that guys. A song? No, that I I oh. that was my version of the of the Star Trek Star Wars joke. No, oh, okay. I, I know it's Judas Priest.
1: <laughs> oh, I, I I didn't actually I didn't know it was Judas Priest. I didn't yeah. know what song that was. Is yeah. that in uh, Breaking the Law? Run
0: to the hills, run no, for I, your lives. I don't,
1: I, yeah, I don't know that song. It was in Rock Band, man. Uh, I, well, I didn't uh, I don't remember it. Yeah.
0: Um no yeah. it's iron maiden fuck me <laughs> oh yeah See, there there
1: we go I was, it was a test <laughs> okay, um, it was that, definitely that was a wasn't. test <laughs> <laughs> yeah. this guy's testing this guy is definitely testing yeah um yeah i uh that it wasn't a test i didn't actually uh, right yeah the iron maiden song either yeah. i'm not the kind of teenage dirtbag who listens to iron maiden baby <laughs> um, <laughs> that's the og teenage dirtbag
0: yeah um no. Yeah. Uh, these bomb guys are good. I, I like them as a as a good little encounter mix-in. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, I think this game is uh, actually scales up difficulty and complexity really well up to a point. Yeah. You know, up until it's straight-up immunities, and then I get annoyed. Um, but th- this is also, like, as you get past this, um, through this woods kind of near this river, this is when the, the goblins with bows get mixed in as well, um, which don't do tons of damage, but you can't just kind of allow them. Mm-hmm. You can't tolerate them, so...
0: Yeah, at the very least, you don't have uh, you don't have the flame, the flaming arrows. Yeah, at this point. yeah,
1: yeah. And eventually, you'll we'll mix all three, but not yet.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, Vlad comes out and gives you a warning of the boss of this area, the Yormungander.
1: Yes, the the big world eating serpent. Your friend and mine. Yeah. Um, you're going to uh, to come there. There's kind of a mini boss beforehand, uh, where there is a goblin shaman uh, that you can fight. Mm-hmm. um who and he will he has kind of the first guy who has kind of your moveset he will try to uh wet you up and then zap you mm-hmm. um and he teleports around randomly he has a, a staff that does that um which is kind of cool that when you see a boss doing something mm-hmm. um you can usually get that ability by taking their weapon
0: yeah um cast your enemies as well you can see the the symbols that they're uh dialing up yes which is good too so like oh i want to cast that spell you
1: can yeah, it's, it's cool. It, again, like I said earlier in the generalities, though, it happens a little bit too quickly to be useful. Yeah. And the pace of play is a little too fast for that to really work. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is it is cool as a thing. The idea of being able to like, do counter spells or see, like, oh, he's using this element. I need to put up that shield mm-hmm. is a good one. I yeah. just don't think it's it's this game. Yeah. Really. Um, but if you get a shield, you get the the rod of emergency teleport, which allows you to randomly teleport, mm-hmm. uh, which is the only teleport you'll get for a while uh, following the main path without doing a kind of exploit. And is still very useful. Yeah.
0: It's like, um, uh, this it's was like the, uh, oh, gosh, uh,
1: hyperspace and asteroids. Yeah, 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 exactly. Like going in hyperspace. <laughs> um, the uh, And this was the first time I ran into that thing where you get resurrected without your weapon mm. uh, and lost this and got annoyed. Oh, that annoyed. sucks. Yeah. yeah. Um, so after you get past him, you actually get to the first, uh, and I would say like the first proper boss of the game, uh, Jorgen Mander. Yes.
0: Um so it's a big snake that in the underground most of the time it's only vulnerable on its head which means that there are only a couple of windows not a couple there are infrequent windows where it is uh, uh you know vulnerable to attack mostly when it is about to attack
1: you Mhm yeah um you can also uh the way that I ended up because it was it's difficult to hit this guy in general uh you can hit him when he's about to attack you there's a couple other parts but I ended up doing it uh, uh, using mines. Like, if you lay down mines and have him push his head up through it. Oh, yeah? On, on his way out, it'll do a lot of damage to him. Oh. So. I
0: wouldn't have thought to do no. that.
1: Yeah. Mine, mines. Uh, but he's, he's not super tough. Right. Yeah. It doesn't do tons of damage. He'll spit poison. Uh, poison is, you can obviate that by casting any life spell on yourself. Yes. As like long, long you're as you don't have armor up. <laughs> yes. Yep, yep. Yeah.
0: Uh, but yep. Yeah, if, if, if you're poisoned, you're just, your health drains
1: slowly. Yes.
0: Yep, yep uh chapter three is revenge of the tribes i suppose the sith is kind of like a tribe an evil tribe of ne'er-do-wells
1: mm-hmm. yeah. if one thing there's one thing about the sith it's that they're they they never do well right that's uh god looking at just these chapter titles all in aggregate it's <laughs> i know, really right? nauseating.
0: Yeah. i kind ca- of <laughs> i kind of didn't realize that they went through the entire series
1: yeah it's really <laughs> gross yeah. the um <laughs> just, uh, it doesn't rhyme or anything. Nope. <laughs> like, like, the same thing with the fucking Attack of the Goblins, like, <laughs> you know, what would be, like, if, if instead, like, just take, instead of goblins, just swap goblins for skeletons, because okay. there's an undead chapter later. Uh-huh. Make it Attack uh, attack of the Bones.
0: Uh-huh.
1: You know, and then you have something that rhymes, at least, like, the basic elements of humor. Yes. Yeah, this is like eating a sandwich without bread. <laughs> like, there, there's no... <laughs> there's, like, it's just like a, <laughs> Like, like there's not even the uh, guys <laughs> revenge of the tribes get out of here with this yeah please please magic it Dust. <laughs>
0: take, take my take my wife um <laughs> <laughs> to take my
1: luck um, <laughs> in quotes, quotes. okay yeah. so we're, we're into the revenge of the tribes chapter of this. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh you're, you're headed up the coast where these beastmen traders are setting up shop uh and this introduces uh the the men enemies uh mm-hmm. who i thought were gnolls at first uh they attack by leaping with spears
1: yes yeah, they're lancers yeah um yeah so this is something where there's a couple like i like how these guys switch it up to you this is still good mm-hmm. to me um i think this is the chapter right around here where you get thunderbolt uh, prop-
0: it, i think it might be a little bit later on it's in the it's in the druid ring oh yeah uh, okay. no i think it is this level it is much later in this level though
1: So once you once you have that, that ends up being a big, you know, I can deal with these guys with that Mm -hmm. because these guys are very tanky. Um, The other thing you can do to take out these guys is slow them down. Yeah, Um, they're very susceptible to being wet and cold. Yeah, Uh, you can't really do anything to them while they're jumping. Like if something is
0: above you, like your beams only go level to the ground.
1: Yeah, you have to hit them before they jump. Yeah, if 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 you're cold, they're cold.
0: (laughs) So um eventually you find vlad who says hey we need to get we need to get up this coast why don't we steal this airship uh and this introduces i like i like these sections actually where they live mm-hmm. at the ground that you're on um yeah yeah you're restricted to an airship and you have a lot of bomber goblins kind of coming up and other zeppelins trying to board you
1: yeah it's like it's like an auto scroller yeah i think i think this is good too like i think this is this is good and fun yeah.
0: well like you can uh-huh. use a little airburst uh stuff too, to knock
1: people off well the uh airburst and then also uh and this, this ends up actually being like a way of getting out of one of the later kind of tougher boss fights in yeah. the game is if water you uh, spam water. Yeah. yeah. Like the water burst actually does tons of pushback. Mm-hmm. Um, Especially again, if, you, if
0: you just load up five, five of them. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's it's just tons, you know, and if an enemy leaves the screen, it kills them.
0: <laughs> um,
1: so you can, there are light bosses as well yeah. that you can do this to Again, that kind of emphasis on player expression as opposed to a controlled experience, which is something that I really like mm-hmm. in games. Like, if I figure out the way to cheese this, let me cheese it. Yeah. You know, don't stop me from like the the biggest example of that. And this is uh, more for I don't think you, like that you've you played either of these games. So it's it's more for for people listening. But like it reminds me a lot of uh, the primary difference between uh, like Baldur's Gate and Pillars of Eternity, because like Baldur's Gate, you could do things like that. Yeah. You know, it it is a game that has that element of expression. Pillars of Eternity really wants to control your your encounters. Yeah. Uh, you know, and it's kind of frustrating, like in Baldur's Gate, if I know that a character is is shitty uh, and is going to turn out to be evil, like there's nothing stopping me from skipping their dialogue and getting an ambush hmm. on them uh, in Pillars of Eternity. They're immune until they've said their piece right. because it wants to control the encounter. Yeah. Part, um,
0: part, part of part of giving something an air of modernity, yeah, modernity is hmm. to close up
1: those seams. Right. And that, that that's like a game design value that I don't like very much. Right. You know, that the, the the controller like let the player uh, do something kind of clever mm-hmm. to get around this, I think. I think that's that's good. Uh not bad. Yeah. So yeah. Um this is firmly in that like anything you can think about doing, you can probably do it. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Which I dig. And do it. hmm Yep. Um, so you get past this uh this airship section, uh, you land, um, you end up in this kind of uh druid zone near a stonehenge um which and the druids are caster enemies uh, There are a bunch of them they summon uh ants to uh to to fight you mm-hmm. um they, they drop a staff that allows you to summon an ant which mm-hmm. is also a really good staff that i was disappointed to lose there's, there's a series <laughs> yeah. of like just me losing staff.
0: yeah i really enjoyed like weighing the pros and cons of all these staffs as i went through the game that sucks
1: yeah it's just yeah, yeah it's it sucks not being able to get them yeah so
0: Um, I do like the way that they use enemy classes to, you know, like like all of these guys are just other casters, but they use like, oh, this one's a druid, this one's a necromancer, et cetera. And down the line to give them kind of like a, like a moveset or a template to follow. Mm -hmm. So it's not just like anything goes like, oh, this is just a straight up PVP kind of match. Like they're going to attack you with rain and lightning and stuff like that. You need to figure out how to counter that.
1: Yeah. Yep. 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 So, so still, still into this. Um, this is around in this where you get that thunderbolt spell. Yeah, it's right around here.
0: And then that becomes your world entire.
1: So yeah, it can only be used outdoors. But as long as you're outdoors, there's no reason not to spam it. Mm-hmm. Um, it can hit your friends. It hits somebody at random on screen. I don't think it can actually hit yourself though. It's
0: random um, on screen in the direction that you're facing.
1: Yes. Yeah. yeah. So it won't. It won't actually hit you. Yeah. Um. The the crash to desktop spell, which we've already gotten, is a random on screen that can hit you. mm Hmm. Uh, and just eliminate somebody from the world, right? Uh, it kills them without leaving a corpse.
0: Gives them a blue screen. Yeah. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um, that like that lightning bolt. Like when we talk about leaning on that, like that does. I mean, for me, if I was casting against a a, a, a dry monster, it would do like five thousand damage.
1: Yeah, it, it does yeah. five against someone who's dry, uh, ten against somebody who's wet, and seven thousand five hundred to somebody who is wearing armor because mm. metal conducts electricity. Yeah.
0: Um, so the stage ends here with a big mixed druid and dragoon battle uh that leads mm-hmm. to a fight with uh the beast chieftain jotun uh in the village of Dunderhead mm-hmm. <laughs> That's mm-hmm. an insult, right
1: well, <laughs> and it's also a little bit like um I think it's supposed to be like Dunwich because there's also outsmith oh, there okay. there's like a couple of like lovecrafty zones, okay, which are not so much of <laughs> um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't have the energy. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah um but yeah you you fight that that chieftain there um and he uh he will put up a shield and become invulnerable mm-hmm. uh there, so you can either kill him quickly or you have to uh i think this is around when you get to spell, yeah I think that's the uh the idea is to teach you to dispel things, which is interesting, um uh, that dispels everything, yeah, so if you're relying on buffs, it can be really tricky.
0: Yeah, you have to like it's, it's like a little bit of a buff race. Like, dispel, yeah. put your stuff up as quickly as you want, or as quickly as you can. Rather, <laughs> just, just take your time. Don't worry
1: about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. life <laughs> moves a little slower under here. <laughs> we do the little bit differently around <laughs> yeah. here. Yeah. Um, so you, uh, yeah, you have to take him out. You can also like the uh, the shield, the shield that he has. I don't think it protects against like indirect effects. Okay. Like I, I think I killed him with the shield up but I'm trying to remember exactly how yeah it might have been mines okay uh that did it um but yeah, it's, it's a it's been a little while since I, I played this part yeah.
0: mines so got, are super yeah. useful just because enemies generally if they're coming after you they're coming after you so you can just train them over them yeah like, they, like unless they are ranged attackers they're not like posting up and there's not tons and, of AI yeah. yeah
1: you know they're, they're not gonna try to, try to try to flank you um that's another reason the other thing um in the first chapter you can get the grease spell. Uh, and creating grease fires mm-hmm. is really good for that. because uh, oh, enemies grease. will just walk into them. Yeah. Um after you take this guy out, we move into chapter four, A New Hope. Which is not, you know, isn't <laughs> I mean, it's even, just the name of the uh, thing. Yeah. A new dope or anything like that. Yeah. So you know, a new dope seems like it have been really obvious for them given the, the kind of humor they're working with here. Yeah. But you know, it's just it's just a new hope like start like Star Star Wars One.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. The star Wars episode one, a new hope.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Wog. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, so uh on request to reach the king we have reached the city gates of Havendeer when the snow begins to fall
1: mm-hmm. so yeah this is like a uh you know a city level like kind of through hallways and stuff um you you run into some guards they say the king can't see you they usher you towards an inn uh so you stay in the inn overnight but uh the city is attacked by orcs yeah um and you have to uh you have to go out and take them out uh, they brought something called the Town Grinder. It's like a big combine. which is, that, That's kind of like a that name being that on the nose is kind of cute. I like that. It, yeah. Uh, and enemies just run into it again. Well, not like, well, enemies.
0: Is, it's the city guard, right. They're like yeah, for yeah, freedom, yeah. and they charge into it. They had to sell yeah. it with a with a fucking Braveheart joke, but yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah it's, it's the, uh, But just them, them them running into it. Like imagine if the game. This game was silent. Yeah, and had no dialogue. I feel like you wouldn't lose anything. Right, and you would gain a lot.
0: Yeah, I mean, you would gain that le- that good good Lego charm. Right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like early Lego before they started talking, because now the Lego games talk like crazy. Oh, jeez, that's a bummer. But the early ones, you know, that was a cool part of them. Yeah.
0: Um, so you fight your way through your way through the city going kind of in and out of these inns uh, and mm-hmm. you find out that the king has been captured and locked in his castle, setting up this little, um, this little, uh, kind of timed section, uh, almost like a defense section where they're blowing it open with dynamite. Mm-hmm. Um, I immediately went and blew up the dynamite hoping I could circumvent the entire encounter. I mm-hmm. couldn't. Mm-hmm. So I don't
1: know why they set it up that way. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't have used dynamite yeah for this given that you can you have uh ready access to fire but it's a yeah. little a you know, little defense zone yeah uh um, where they they bring in all the enemies that they've dealt with so far including uh some new ones yeah here or a new one yeah like uh, uh, like it,
0: maybe they the, the same troll as before but it's a big guy who's got a hammer like an ogre kind yeah, of thing. yeah yeah like yeah. an ogre who can who can one shot you um no. not generally a fan of being one shot it's it's fine
1: yeah it, it's it's just it's really like way less of a thing in multiplayer yeah. like i i get i that doesn't mean it's good you uh-huh. know like they should they should make the game so it is fun to play in all iterations of numbers yeah, of players yeah. but being being one shot like being able to just be instantly revived really does balm that mm-hmm. like yeah. quite a bit
0: and also like i got through it it just took more tries than i wanted but like again yeah. i'm i'm a i'm a patient guy so yeah. you know, it's not a deal breaker for me. It's not like I just it didn't raise my blood pressure. I guess no, I it,
1: it, it's just a, a mild amount of friction that the there's a, there's a mode of playing the game that avoids the friction mm-hmm. that they should have made a way. Like maybe if you're playing one player, it doesn't one shot you. Yeah, that seems like it just numbers. Like that seems like something that would be easy to adjust. Yeah, on the on the back end. Um, yeah, so no no one shot attacks in single player seems like it would have been a good idea. Yes uh once he, you actually get in once they've dynamited things um you run into the this court with the king uh and the uh the he's he's staying there and he's got this like James Bond murder machine.
0: Yeah, it's like an incredibly slow moving, like almost like hammer or piston or something coming yeah. at him. There's an acolyte there, you know, who is taunting you saying, you know, the, the king is done for. Nothing can stop the machine. It is this it is this murder machine um that is powered by an orc on a stationary bike.
1: Yeah. Which well, is okay. pretty cute. That,
0: that's that's pretty funny. I like that. Yeah. That 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 isn't a line, so I can laugh yeah. at that.
1: Yeah, and it was fun to do. um This is a fun fight, uh having like splitting up duties. So like, I was like, Derek, you know, keep people off me while I kill this bike. Yes, you know, and that was that was fun having him run around because there are casters there. Like it's it's pretty tough, like fighting these little little warlocks. Like a bunch. Um, no, yeah. you know, and the main one comes out after you destroy the machine. You actually do the boss fight with the warlock and his, his buddies. Yeah, there.
0: Yep, yeah. um, good fight. Yep. Um, and then you're introduced to an intolerable character, the king.
1: Yep. Uh it's it's very funny. He he kicks somebody this happens where he kicks somebody into a pit.
0: No, he almost kicked somebody into a pit. Yeah,
1: yeah. And I was I was like, "Oh, they're going to do 300." And then they didn't. Uh-huh. And then they immediately do it after that. Yeah. <laughs> it's very funny to me that like the uh I was like, "Oh, they're not going to do the reference." And then they just do it. They just do it twice. They 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 really built up to it.
0: Yeah. Uh, well, like the way the king is introduced, like you have the you have the warlock casting lightning. He picks him up and grabs him and throws him into the pit in the middle of his uh, thing, just like Darth Vader uh, mm. in Metallica. Um, yeah, Darth
1: Vader in <laughs> yeah Metallica, get, 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 getting rid of the bad king. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The bad king of Metallica. <laughs> yeah. <Darth> <laughs> <Hetfield>. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Darth Hetfield. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, he, you know, he's, splits lighting is very, he's very emperor like. Throws him in the pit. We move into chapter five. Havinder strikes back, <clears throat> and uh, this chapter opens with the the three hundred uh, reference. Yeah, madness. You. Okay. Yeah. Okay, three hundred. <laughs> you know? Okay. That
0: was certainly a movie five years ago.
1: Okay. You know, I like when that movie came out. I remember liking it. It's yeah. so alien to me now, but like I saw that in the theater and I was like, that's pretty cool looking. You know, yeah. I, I liked it at the time. I'm proud of it, but yeah,
0: no, you, you can, you can, you can like the things you like at the time. I was just kind of like, I was, it was literally just eye candy. Like as well, I watched yeah. it and like it, I left very little impression on me.
1: I, I was, I didn't leave it being like, hell yeah, man. Like this guy's going to make sucker punch and finally, you know, uh, do, do his masterpiece. I just remember it being like, that's pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then now that seems very alien. Cause now I feel like I would just pick up on too many of the, you know, fascist overtones. Yeah. To, yeah, yeah, and just uh, you know how evil and exotic all the brown people are. Yeah. You know, they have to go. Yeah, it
0: was it was de- de- definitely a different experience now.
1: Yeah, yeah, but at the time, I remember being like, "This is all right. This guy's one to watch. <laughs> oh, he's doing the Watchmen. That's great. <laughs> uh not finger curls on Mickey's ball." Like, you know. <laughs> yeah. You
0: know. So you know, the king is leading a counterattack against Khan, but Vlad is skeptical, saying, "Hey, these warlocks. I know them. They're not going to follow somebody as simple-minded as Khan."
1: Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, So, yeah. Uh, the first part of this, you do you do a village, and it's largely kind of uh, unremarkable uh, until you get to this like kind of large lake that you have to pass. It's a um,
0: large frozen lake, and a troll with yes. a mortar comes out on the other side. This is this is an area where the instant death really got to me.
1: I I, I liked this. Yeah. I don't know. I like because you can you can melt under guys. Which mm. I
0: was super cool to me. I coveted every single inch of terra firma.
1: I guess if you're on mm. ice,
0: it's not really terra firma. I covered every every inch of usable land.
1: Yeah, Ter- terra terra uh, terra perma frost. Why? Um, yeah, so this is you know, a big lake kind of thing. the The mortar troll keeps you moving here, mm-hmm. and enemies will kind of come towards you if you use fire. Like you're slippery on uh, on ice, of course. So you can use fire though to melt under them and make them sink. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty fun. Um, but I and also it worked two ways, which is obnoxious. Yeah. Um and then you move through this like war zone, like this area of trenches and stuff, uh, where you have to hit the right switches. The game never really does this again. Right. And it's kind of obnoxious too, like finding the right switch to open the gates.
0: Yeah. Um uh, like a couple of the pathways to get to switches are off screen. Like yeah. it, like it's a little thing that looks like uh almost like edge clutter. But no, like that's yeah. actually a stairway you have to go up.
1: Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty dumb. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but yeah, you're just kind of opening your, opening your pathway forward and dealing with uh, fire archers who are up in these towers, things like that. Again, lightning bolt, very good for taking stuff out in towers. hmm Yeah. Yep. Um, eventually you reach Khan, you know, and, you know, he says, hey, Havendur has been destroyed. The king shouts Khan like in Star Wars. Um, mm-hmm. And you're left alone to fight Khan.
1: Yep star wars the phantom re-reload <laughs> the um so you, you fight Khan. Khan moves uh as he goes he moves quicker mm-hmm. like as he takes damage uh and he moves pretty fast in general um and will drop like little explosive things behind him mm-hmm. uh at some point but also if you if your dps game is is on you can take him out pretty quickly oh yeah he was down
0: like yeah. <laughs> he didn't stand a chance yeah um and this was the one line in the game that got a laugh out of me yeah like
1: this is kind of cute it's 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 I guess it's worth worth noting that this is not like a new joke or anything oh
0: no not at all it just like, like... I, I like I, I usually hear it as like oh bullets my only weakness or whatever but and that's yeah. you know and in, in the game he says loss of blood my only weakness that got to me I
1: don't... yeah yeah, it's not. Uh, it, I I smiled out loud at that too. It's just even this thing that it's not like a new joke. Yeah, maybe may, maybe
0: it was a joke that was not fucking Vlad, but also it wasn't just a dir- like just a direct quote from something else.
1: It happens pretty quick too. Yeah, if, if I think if Vlad said it, it would take like three times as long. Yeah, and ruin ruin the pacing.
0: Yeah. So, oh no. well. But he warns me, saying like, "Hey, I was only you know, <laughs> Vlad was right." Uh, uh, you know I've been working for Grimner who is at World's End
1: yes yep Uh, and then we move into chapter 6 Return of the Wizard
0: And this is the last of those that is a Star Wars thing. Most of the others are about games, which is fine. Yeah. Um, if only
1: they, they, this had come out after the, the new movies. Mm-hmm. We could have gotten two more of those. This could have been Return of the Solo. <laughs> um, um,
0: yeah. So this takes place in kind of a cool area. Uh, the World's mm-hmm. End is, uh, is like a big craggy mountain with a lot of staircases and stuff. I, mm-hmm. I, and, and reading about this game, like people get frustrated that you fall off the edge of this stuff too quick. I didn't run into that problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, not, not so much myself either, you know, uh, falling off this and anything that can happen to you can happen to enemies as well. So pushing enemies off of these, if they're small, yeah. is, is a real, you know, strategy here. Um, the more frustrating thing to me is that they introduced the incorporeal status that enemies will have
0: yeah um,
1: you get a spell that counteracts this and i've talked about this since like time immemorial on waff but whenever there is just a thing an enemy is going to have and you just have to do the one thing to undo it i think that's not very interesting right like the safety bit problem um and this is a, a real bad example of that yeah. or like um the, the end part of psyops you know those invisible enemies things like that oh yeah so you have to keep your aura up yeah yeah you just had to you just have to un, you know It just gives you an extra step mm-hmm. like turn these things corporeal, then hit them. And yeah. I don't think that's very interesting. It like, it
0: like, it adds to the repetition, and it doesn't necessarily... Like, it's a problem you solve... It's a problem you solve once, and then deal with
1: many, many more times yes. afterwards. And there's just one solution to it. Right. As opposed to most of the other problems in this game, one of the big strengths of this game is that most of the problems have multiple solutions. Yes.
2: Um,
1: so stop doing that. <laughs> Video games.
0: Yeah. Uh, but these incorporeal things, they're kind of like eldritch uh, demon kind of things or are specifically called demons. Um, Mm -hmm. and there are small ones that kind of fly around and there are also big ones as well. Mm -hmm. Um, and you're fighting these on either these, you know, like mountain parts or big floating rocks that'll spin around. Um, I like the design of this area a lot, actually.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, as you, this is really impressive on the the speed run section too, because he has to be very precise Mm -hmm. to jump from platform to platform, like skipping huge swaths of them. It's super cool. Yeah. Um, when you eventually get to the end, uh, you find Grimner bound on these rocks is a, cool, a cool set piece looking thing. This wizard like chained to these rocks. Like Prometheus. Um, He talks, talks to his pl- about his plans. And then you do uh this boss fight that is like a wave upon wave of enemies. Yeah. It is a uh, it thing. is a mind duel. Yeah. And this is where uh being on those platforms, uh you can really short circuit this by doing a lot of those water pushes. Mm-hmm. Um, you can fight a lot of spellcasters and push them off the uh, the islands there.
0: Yeah, like I laid down mines and then just anybody who uh, didn't blow themselves off of the uh, island by running after me, I just uh, ran around just uh, spraying them off yep. my geyser. Yeah.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. everybody drinks from the fire hose
0: <laughs> um but yeah like it, it's a it's a series of different islands that have kind of different little biomes or designs you're fighting different kinds of wizards uh mm-hmm. it is a little bit but a little bit of a preview of the different kinds of wizards you're gonna fight later on like there's a, a specific necromancer one there's a priest one uh mm-hmm. it's pretty cool i like this and it's made all the better because there's a checkpoint after you get after you finish the mind duel yeah yeah
1: we have um after you uh, do the mind duel, uh, you actually fight him. Um, he kind of casts these like, protective magics on himself. Um, he also produces a like a ghost wizard that he makes. Yeah. This can be dispelled. I don't know if the game tells you that. It um, doesn't. But you, I, I just yeah.
0: spent all the time avoiding him.
1: You, you want to just like, if you constantly dispel in this, um, if you're not using a lot of buffs yourself, mm-hmm. uh, you can make this a lot easier because he puts up shields on himself and things like that. You want to be dispelling. Yeah. Always be dispelling um after you fight him for a little while uh Vlad comes shows up and this is Vlad from the future uh and he says so yeah i mean like when i say i just said that like it's nothing the game doesn't really give you very much more circumstance to right. a a Vlad and a future Vlad mm-hmm. but future Vlad shows up he's kind of a force ghost version and he says uh, you can't actually win this part this fight so he teleports you away
0: he teleports you um, away but also sends you back into the past yes. shortly shortly after the initial you left the castle
1: why isn't this? Why wasn't this chapter called Vlad to the Future? Like it almost rhymes. <laughs> yep. You know, and just uh, <laughs> God damn it!
0: They, I mean, it was chapter six. They had to. They had to finish.
1: Yeah, they yeah. They, they they
0: had, they they had, had to get, finish the scheme.
1: Even the next chapter, though. Yep. Which is like a very short chapter. Mm-hmm. Uh, chapter seven: Return to Castle Eldreheim. That's not a joke or a pun or anything. And you just did a back. You just could have just done a Back to the Future. Have these guys not seen Back to the Future? Watch Back, <laughs> back to the Future. Yeah.
0: It's a, it's you know? a pretty good movie, yeah. Christ. <sighs> oh well, but yes, yeah, so you're back at the castle now. You're in the past. Uh, shortly after you left for the first time, like I said, uh, and Future Vlad uh, talks to you. You know he appear he appears as a force ghost, talking about how Grimner is possessed by a demon named Asatur, uh, and you need to go to the great being Fafnir to learn the magic corporealized to drag him into this realm.
1: Yes. Yeah. So th- this is, a, I got a little bit mixed up. The demons in the last chapter, you don't corporealize them yet. Right. Uh, you do that later. Um, these ones, you just kind of wait for them to become corporeal. But that becomes a thing later where you run into a lot of demons. Yeah. And you have to do the safety bit thing for them. Yep. yep. Yep,
0: So, like, this is barely a chapter. You just leave the fortress. Yeah. Uh, get up to that uh, fort, rather, uh, for the fortification. And uh, the guards don't want to unbar the gate after the initial you went through. So they instead divert you through the mines nearby, um, which are supposedly safe and abandoned. But because it's this is a joke, no, they're actually lying.
1: What if thing yeah. is not true? What if thing is not actually true? This brings us into Chapter 8, The Minesweepers, which I think is the worst chapter in the game. It's pretty bad. Um, yeah, this is extremely bad. And really, uh, where they start introducing more like elemental resistances for things and then just also just like really tough goblins
0: Yeah. well those yeah. goblin chieftains with the ice swords
1: fuck them. yeah yeah fuck these guys um it's yeah it's not like everyone has a shield which again just gives you an extra step mm-hmm. to do before you fight them like an earth attack will knock off a shield yeah um but just again it just it becomes less expressive if there's just one thing i need to do to be able to fix this yeah huge bummer big bummer um
0: especially if it's like okay well i need to prep this entire group that is coming after me (laughs) so before Mm. i can actually take them out with a with an attack yeah yeah
1: um you get a this is where on your when you go back that's where you get teleport Mm -hmm. from that uh you can get teleport from that crush tower so having that actually helps a lot for this thing like teleport's very useful it's a very quick cast Mm -hmm. and does get you out of like being surrounded or what have you so
0: yeah yep um you eventually get into the mines Uh, this is the part of the game where I couldn't proceed any further, Gary. Yeah. Because no matter what happened, when I walked into the mines, uh, the game would just crash to the desktop without a warning, without the, oops, something went wrong. Yeah. So Uh, that's, that's a bummer. Um, at this point, I also, I downloaded a save editor to see the beginning of every level after this. However, uh, most of the time when I change the screen, the same thing happened. So we are to mm-hmm. the point where this becomes a book report.
1: Yep. 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 I mean, there's still like, I'm still going to use these notes because this shit runs together in my head. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty bad. Uh, you know, cause it, it's, it's a lot of pretty, pretty samey, you know, combinations. Yeah. But the, um, yeah. So the, the, the big thing with the mines, uh, again, you're introduced to kind of upgraded versions of all the goblins. That we've fought so far, um, you know there are a lot more of. There are goblins with fire arrows. Oh, those now. have been a uh, thing for forever. The the fire arrow ones have. I thought they got mm-hmm. reduced here. No. Okay. Um, there's maybe there's just more of them. Yeah. Uh, but those suck. Yeah. Uh, they they're like you know because regular arrows it doesn't actually matter that much. Fire arrows will set you on fire. Does damage over time. That's a huge bummer. Yeah. Have to deal with it. Yeah. Um, this kind of culminates uh, when you're in the mines. Vlad says you have to reach through there because you're heading towards a swamp. Um, there are portions of the mind where you are on these. Uh, there are like side gaps or holes, mm-hmm. which are good because you can actually use that to knock enemies into pits and get instant kills. But when there's that's not going on, it just kind of wave after wave after wave. Yeah. Um, and uh, this is where the Chekhov's generator shows up. <laughs> uh, you power up a generator, um, as you're, you're kind of walking through this dark walkway.
0: Yeah, creating like a safe uh, sphere of light.
1: Right. Yes. Yeah. No, no. um, yeah. Okay. And the This kind of ends with, uh, before you get to the boss, there's the section with moving platforms. So it's a little bit more puzzly uh, without actually being very puzzly. Um, But the boss here, which are the Lords of the Goblins, aka the Aristocrats, uh, because that was a movie that came out. Yeah. um, (laughs) There's no like, like the Aristocrats is a joke that could be incorporated into a boss fight in a way that is kind of fun. Yes. Uh, This isn't, doesn't do that.
0: No, it is literally just a name for these goblins. Yeah, that evokes something else. that makes me think of something else. I'd rather be doing.
1: Yes, <laughs> yep. Um, so it's it's and this is just kind of these long, long waves of goblin mages that come at you. It's not like a unique boss fight. It's another kind of like similar to the mind duel mm-hmm. from last time. It's just a bunch of of minor enemies.
0: It's very cute how they have that little audience chamber, though.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that. Yeah, but you fight them and kill them. Yeah, uh, and then it moves on to chapter nine, Symphony of the Twilight. Because why not? Which kind of sounds like something of the night. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. Um,
0: and this is the section where you emerge from the mines into the swamp where this great battle once took place. Uh, and Grimner's folks are raising the undead. So this is the zombies and skeletons chapter. I got to play through the first half of this. hmm
1: Yeah. And the, the zombies and skeletons that you fight do uh act differently. Yes. The uh those those uh those zombies are ghoul things that like run around on all fours. Mm-hmm. Those are actually, you have to deal with them in kind of a different way. Yeah. Uh, they're quicker. They rush you down faster.
0: Yeah. Um, the thing that I thought was cool about this, you know, because to cast a beam, you have to throw in the arcane element. Yeah. Um, that arcane element will heal zombies because it's dark aligned or whatever. So, like, you have to disrupt your muscle memory in order to change that arcane to um, heal it. Yes. Yeah. In order, to, in order to cast a spell, which uh, ended up working pretty, like, that, that was a good trick at this point to disrupt. That's a good disruption.
1: And you could you could spam life mines mm-hmm. as well, and they will one shot just about everything. And there's no danger of you landing on them. Yeah. For some reason, like when you take life and turn it into a landmine, it does way more. I think it's meant to just heal you a whole lot since it's yeah. not really designed to hurt. Right. So it it does like three thousand damage for each one or something <laughs> yeah. like that. It's something. It's a, It's a lot. Nothing can survive that. Yep. Yep. Um, you head through. Uh, eventually, you get to this crypt that's gar- guarded by these armor skeletons. Um, skeletons in this game look cute and good yep you um, have to
0: knock the armor off with a. Uh, well i did anyway with uh with projectile rocks
1: yeah. yeah yep similar to shields like rocks will take them out yeah um you push your way through again uh further more skeletons more zombies you get to this uh undead keep inside with fast and slow zombies mm-hmm. that, that you're dealing with which is semi-interesting um and after you get past this keep you go to this kind of ruined desolate farmland farmland that's been overrun by skeletons and animated trees as well those guys are back yeah
0: just a lot of enemies like like more so than just being undead like this is a,
1: a, a level about mobs yes No. Yeah. yeah which like a lot of the game is about mobs but yeah. this is more about mobs <laughs> more mobby. you know what like most games you know we we talk about games should be shorter uh, mm-hmm. This game 1000% should be shorter. This explores all of its ideas fairly quickly. Yeah. So like this game ending around where it, chapter eight would have been a good, a good pace, I think for it. Yeah. Yep. Um, after you get through that, uh, you get to this village that's full of sick, sick people. Um, and they are, they're infected or what have you. So you have to actually kill them to get through. Um, Vlad doesn't like this. Uh, you know, kind of chastises you and warps you back in time. Um, and this time they amass this army to storm this Lord's castle, uh, to get there there. But once, uh, they stop, once the doors actually get open, mm-hmm. make their way through this little kind of a comedy beat kind of a like, a little bit.
0: Yeah, well, uh, the dog, caught the car or whatever.
1: I don't know. Yeah. 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 He doesn't know what to do with it.
0: Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get inside Vlad's like, Hey, you know, I need you to go into the chamber. Uh, but you just need, like, all you need to do is, ex- is explain the situation. Cause I cannot go in, go in with you. This becomes the foundation for kind of a joke. Um mm-hmm. but the but the Lord is present Vlad. It is the non incorporeal Vlad, the corporeal Vlad, if you uh, if you might yes. um and he decides to kill me because he doesn't want anybody to know that he bought this bad real estate.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you know, and he admits he's a vampire. Yes. Uh so you uh you actually actually have to do a boss fight with him. He's very similar to uh Khan actually, makes yeah. it a little bit slower and more spells. Yeah. But he's uh, he dashes around, kind of swiping with a sword. He does a couple different spells, but he's pretty easy. Um, as he is dying, he warps you away to Niflheim. Niflheim. Yes. For Chapter 10, a
0: grim tango. You know, mm-hmm. like a grim fandango. Yes. yes. Now you might ask,
1: are we going to do any tangos in this? No. No. <laughs> it, it rhymes with a thing, though. Yeah, it does. So, so go for it yeah
0: <laughs> so uh future lad appears and just asks why you don't explain the situations why don't you just talk to them and avoid these fights while we're mute mm. you
1: dummy yeah
0: um says hey you know you, you can get back to the overworld you just have to find the boss at this place
1: yep um this this is such a filler chapter oh my god <laughs> like, like to the
0: point like where the like the first half of this doesn't have any level geometry
1: yeah it's it, this is extremely like padding yeah. uh it's just, like very colorless like world that you kind of move through that that is kind of more or less is a huge void um the the purpose of this other than just being a filler is introduce these like elementally aligned enemies um there were some of these i think in the mine as well okay um but those of them you actually like there'd be an elemental and you would zap them and charge them hmm. with an element and kind of determine them these ones have pre preset yeah element so you have to you know you can't use that element on them yeah so just introducing immunities
0: yeah and they and they mix them up too so it'll be whole crowds with uh mixed colors and you have to you know be able to deduce by looking at them like what order do I have to cast these spells in to most effectively take them out
1: yeah yeah when you eventually get to a, to a town uh that is uh celebrated for the the Mexican Day of the Dead um it throws like mix ups of these elemental skeletons yeah. specifically at you so there are Not just those different elemental spirits, but different elemental skeletons as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Once you get through that, Vlad warns you that death is up ahead. You know, there's a huge Mm -hmm. hourglass and chessboard stuck in the sand. Okay, fine. Like, that is a joke told through level design. Good. Mm -hmm. Um, And this gets you into the death boss fight, which Solo is kind of bullshit
1: yeah he every attack kills you like he's not actually that hard mm-hmm. but every any attack will that lands on you will will kill you yes and um, you cannot
0: stun him uh because he is incorporeal until right before he attacks
1: yes um similar kind of to the yorgman yonder fight uh life mines are the way to do this yes um surround yourself with life mines he will uh turn corporeal to hit you and actually get hit by the mine and knocked back mm-hmm. and take a bunch of damage so the uh well, I can't remember the combination now but whatever one does powerful life minds all the way around you. Yeah. is kind of the way.
0: Yeah. Um, AOE life spells as well um, Mm -hmm. for the, for when he summons his little uh, decoys.
1: Yeah. He summons, he summons like skeletons and elemental skeletons. Yeah.
0: uh, To kind of like uh, like when he brings up the circle of ghost deaths around you. Oh yeah. Yeah. yeah,
1: yeah, The mirages. Yeah. Yep. Um, After you uh, kill him, uh, he says he is part owner of a travel agency, much like uh, Manny. And because of that, he will teleport you to the surface for free. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I, hey, I run a
0: business. I will give you this for free. What kind of business is that, man? Yeah. I,
1: okay, bud. <laughs> okay. Cool. Um, This moves on to Chapter 11, which is also a fil- very filler feeling. Yes. To me. Like, everything's filler for the last, like, fourth of this game, third to yeah. fourth of this game, for sure.
0: It's also a very long chapter. Chapter 11, Raiders of the Lost Ruins.
1: Yeah. Yep, yep. Yeah. Um, and this is, like, explicitly a a mythology kind of thing. Yeah. Because um, you, you're so you're teleported to the the uh uh Galderhor, Gal G- Mountains, yeah. And yeah. uh, this is where Fafnir is, who is a, a real ass dragon, yeah, uh, from mythology. <laughs> um, there is a cute Easter egg with him too. Uh, if you there's a sword you can get in chapter two mm-hmm. called uh, Gram, which is also shows up in Symphony of The Night, mm-hmm. which is a real legendary sword that was used to kill Fafnir. If you bring that here, you can one shot the boss. Oh, nice! Uh, and you can actually replay chapters. So, like, going there, getting that, and then switching to this chapter is kind of the easy strat. Okay. Like, holding onto that sword, which is what I ended up doing. That's good. I like that. Yep. Yeah. 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 Pretty cute. <laughs> and because it's also kind of a, a bullshit fight if you don't cheese it.
0: Yeah. I, I couldn't discern what was going on because he was so, he was too big. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. um
0: I like yeah. the uh, I like the intro to this though. Like this, this is a referential joke that is pretty funny. Where you mm-hmm. show up at this mountain and you see a skier. It's like a skiing goblin or, goblin or whatever. Do a little jump off of a, a little rainbow ramp. He lands and he's celebrating, and then a yeti comes out and just eats him.
1: Yep, like skiing. free. Didn't, didn't use words. Yeah, yeah. It didn't <laughs> so, underline. It. it just showed the thing. Yeah, and they're then, learning.
0: And then and then those yeti enemies just become things that will instantly kill you if they run up and start. Uh, you know gnawing on you, so yay, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh,
1: so it as like a snow zone, like I like this aesthetically, mm-hmm. uh, and I like the way those yetis look, but it's not you know not great, not super great, yeah. yeah, um, once you actually get through that uh into the kind of ruins, uh more there are more beholders, I'm glad they reuse that, yep, and these kind of dwarf priests, which we've seen before, uh they also come back, um eventually leading to these lava pits, where we're going to find Fafnir,
0: yes. Called Fafnir the Burninator, because mm-hmm. of the popular web cartoon
1: Ratascal. <laughs> um, so, uh, and he he thinks that you're here to take his treasure, so he fights you. Um, again, you can his belly is the weak point. Okay, um, I cheesed it because uh, we were having a hard time. Yeah, so yeah. I went and got ram. I could see being but, done with it. Yeah, yeah but, and I and I also wanted the game to end <laughs> very yep. badly. Um, so uh, Vlad appears halfway through the fight, kind of explains this situation and uh Fafnir gives you the corporealized spell. Uh gives you the spell no rather the spell you need to draw uh Esther into your realm. Right.
0: Taking us to chapter twelve, the final chapter at the mountains of madness.
1: Yep. Which you're definitely not mountains. Um you're definitely on floating platforms.
0: That's kind kind of mad and you're walking upstairs on these
1: things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sorta. <laughs> um so you're you're back at the world's end um Vlad says, like, wait for the signal to cast Caporealize. but he's giving a speech. Uh, Present Vlad attacks, thinking that you're both imposters. Right. Uh, so we had a lot of closure with this whole Vlad subplot.
0: Yeah. Uh, this confusing, not, not confusing, but let's just say weirdly thought out time, time yeah. travel loop thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Not particularly good. Um, you arrive back at the scene where Vlad originally teleported you away, getting ready to fight Grimnir again. Right. Um, so now as you're fighting him partway through, you can cast Caporealize to bring Asator out. Uh, who is the king in yellow? Uh, who looks good? Yeah. Um, he kind of explains his motives here, but I pretty checked out as far as the story and yeah. motivations of this. Just, just the it ideas.
0: A- as, as soon as you saw Midgard, this world is like, oh, I need to, I, I need that. And then yeah. once, once uh, Grimnir was cast out, and he, his heart was filled with hate, he became a good vessel for the yes. king in yellow. Um, combined with his thirst for knowledge, and then that, that's what brought yeah. him through.
1: It takes me – it takes a lot for me to not pay attention when the king in yellow is speaking. Yeah, that's a thing, isn't it? <laughs> like it's – and I didn't remember that. Like I was telling you – part of the reason why I sold this to you was like, oh, yeah, I remember like that. The, the boss is Hester. That's cool. Yeah. You know, but – and and I'm glad that the boss isn't like, you know, Darth Vader or whatever dumb shit they would try to do mm-hmm. uh, if they're there. But it's not uh, – the writing makes any of the coolness of that not work.
0: Yeah. So yeah, I mean, like somebody says "haster" around me, it's like saying "propane" around Hank Hill. Like, I, leave.
1: I am way into haster and haster accessories. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, way, way, way into it. I was trying to come up with a a, a taste the meat, not the heat thing that rhymed with that. And I couldn't quite get there. Yeah, you know, I, I don't know.
0: No. T- taste the mind, not the sign. I don't know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Some, there's some. There's something in there. Yeah. Text your best joke. You. <laughs> uh, so, yeah. But anyway, you, you fight the boss, who's the king in yellow, uh, who's a floating wizard, has a lot of casting uh, things, does self buffs. It's kind of just a final exam for wizard duels. Yeah. In this, uh, he is not particularly hard. No. Um, you can also post up behind him. And avoid a lot of his attacks
0: oh weird there. uh the, the one i saw again i wasn't able to get through this um he, like he was kind of floating off of a precipice again it seemed like you couldn't close the distance between
1: you and him i think you teleport okay there um you i think you can teleport to it and do it this is a thing like i got through it we just kind of hammered him but i was looking online at other like optimal strategies because yeah. part of it i was thinking about like how would i do this if i was doing this alone mm-hmm. because, because i died a whole bunch
2: yeah
1: uh, during it um after you kill him. Um, he does the do not want Star Trek uh translation thing from when uh Luke Vader uh died. Yeah. From when he, yeah. And then uh <laughs> you go back to the Castle Aldeheim for the saving the roll party that we had in the beginning. Yeah. And then the credits roll. Yep. You get to talk to all your friends, get closure on all your favorite characters.
0: Can't do so it. No,
1: no. No, I mean, the
0: camera just yeah. stays in the area as the
1: as the credits roll. Yeah. Yeah, you don't actually get, I mean, when you go back to the, like, yeah, but you don't actually get to. It would be right. a way to do it. It was just, I was making fun of the fact that there's no one who would ever want. Oh, to right, talk, right, right. People. Yeah. Yeah. And then that's Magicka. That ends Magicka. <sighs> Yay. Yeah. Um. <laughs> yeah. I, I I, feel like there is a, a I oftentimes say, like, I'm going to try this thing. And then I don't try the thing because time, time on Earth is finite and I have other games and stuff I want to play. Mm-hmm. But part of me wants to uh, try magic too, because maybe they do fix it by being
0: being developed by a different team. Maybe there's a little bit more taste applied to the writing. Maybe some of the mechanical stuff is is sorted out,
1: you know, and just having this, uh, this system, Mm -hmm. the spell system, which I think is actually great. Yes. uh, I would love to have that in a different game.
0: Yeah. I don't you know? I don't want anybody to think that I'm like coming at this saying that like the core mechanical idea of this is impeachable. I like I think it's I think it's amazing. Yeah. Uh it's just really hard. It was just with my personal experience with this, it was incredibly hard to swallow.
1: Yeah. And even even my uh largely frictionless experience was really annoying. Yeah. You know, um we we glossed over a lot of it, but you fight a lot of very samey battles. Mm-hmm. You know, in in this like it is a very repetitive game you know in in a, a and that's something i'm very sensitive to yeah you know just being asked to do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again is something i don't like uh i wish i feel like that shouldn't be in games like you know mm-hmm. like i i praise games when i feel like they're always showing me something new yeah you know like to something we referenced earlier this isn't a point of comparison for any other reason other than that it does this but like you think about portal where portal and portal 2 where every level is a new idea yeah. and a new exploration of an idea um to me in a lot of ways that is a platonic ideal of a game yeah and then you take something like um or like something like this where or even like diablo you know like someday we'll get around to doing a diablo mm-hmm. game like i feel like diablo 2 is like a break in case of glass game which like there's fun to be had <laughs> break i place. just sorry yeah, <laughs> i if, if I've breaking. said that before too like yeah. I, I think i've done breaking case, case of glass before or i think last time you said that <laughs> okay and then i might have picked it up because of that oh jeez. So in case of glass yeah um, somebody check the tapes cause I'm pretty sure that, that we just swapped on that. It's very funny cause I didn't do it on purpose. Um, yeah. but in case glass ever shows up, um, and then we made a bunch of Philip glass jokes. This is definitely something we did. I didn't dream this. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah um, but if glass ever shows up, uh, you know, we'll do Diablo two and like, I can have a lot of fun with Diablo two mm-hmm. about eight hours. Yeah. You know, it's super fun. And this is about eight hours long and is worse than that. So that I just hit that limit sooner. Yeah. You know, I guess, I guess my point is like this need, this has this really amazing system, better writing would fix it. And if they couldn't do better writing, just better scenario design, I think would, would fix a lot of it. Yeah. It needs, you know, it's, it's one really shining golden thing in the middle of a sea of mediocrity. Mm-hmm. You know, And uh, I would have really liked to have had one of those things, you know, one of those, any, like, there are multiple ways this could have been fixed, like multiple things that would have made this better. Yeah. And and elevate it to something that I think I would I would play again. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't feel like I have any more summing up to do. Um,
0: yeah. just, uh like the, the, those moments of learning and those moments of you know feeling your hands finally able to wrap around the shape of like how to do what this game is asking you to do. Very satisfying. Like I've never gotten good at fighting games. I imagine that's a little bit what this feels like.
1: Mm-hmm. Like so. learning combos is really satisfying. Yeah.
0: yeah. So. Um, into that part, wish that it just went smoothly.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yep. I, I, and the, there's, I mean, there's the frustrating thing about the, um, the lack of, uh, uh, stability and and the bugs you had is there's nothing really to say about it. Right. Like it's not a, it's not a thing you can be critical of because it just meant that the game just didn't happen. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, it's still part of the experience. It's still like frustrating, but it's not, it reflects on the game in a, in an abstract kind of sideways way. Yeah. You know, so that's kind of the frustrating thing about Magica is that um you're flipping a coin, and on one side of the coin is your experience where it's like crashes all the time and is very like puts up tons of barriers for you. The other side of the coin is the the friction you know the the version as intended, yeah, which is still pretty annoying, yeah, you know <laughs> so, it's yeah. also something that you probably own through like a humble bundle at some point, mm-hmm. and I think is worth like turning on to check out the uh uh you know this system. Yeah,
0: like play like install it, play a couple of levels until you get uh, until you until it crashes or you get annoyed and then you're done.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think I think that's fine. Yeah. You probably got your money's worth. And if you like it, uh try Magic 2 probably. Probably.
0: weirdly enough that's one that I don't own. You would think that would have popped up
1: in a in a bundle by now. Yeah. Yeah. And I just yeah, you know, I guess yeah, you know, suppose not, but it seems like something I I don't think I own it either and it seems like something I would own. Yeah. So who knows if I'll get around to that, but it's a, you know, it is what it is. You know, that's the tautology that I got for the end of this one. Yep, It (laughs) it definitely is what it is at the end of the day.
0: Uh, I I have, I have more to say and I've had a better experience with what we're uh, talking about next week. So,
1: yeah. Which is going to be interesting. We I was talking about this in Slack, but we're ping-ponging yeah. on this stuff because I think that you're more positive on a way out than I was, Like even though we are both like had good things to say about it. Right, right. And then I'm more positive on this, and you're more positive on that, which means that you have to be really negative about the listener response episode if we're going to keep parity. <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'll need just you, start taking, to, taking passive-aggressive really, swipes at the people. <laughs> I'm going to really need you to trash everybody who writes it, because okay. otherwise, we're, we're the, it won't be in balance. I, I have good things to say about the the next game we which is which is EDF 4.1 mm-hmm. i have it's more similar to a way out for me than this like it's not yeah. like i don't hate it i just i don't think a game should have 89 missions where fully 70 of them are exactly the same yeah i think that's a terrible mistake and uh that's i really really crazy to me that that happened yeah like um and that's not it sounds like i'm exaggerating i don't think i am really I think it's probably about that proportion. I'll try.
0: I'll I'll, I'll try and keep track when I am uh, putting the outline together. Like from the notes, yeah. like the, like there there are a lot
1: of missions where I just didn't
0: bother writing anything down because I was like, Which, oh, go go and close up these tunnels.
1: And that's going to be depending on who you are. That's going to be more or less damning. Yeah, you know, like the idea that you can get through a mission and literally remember nothing about it. Like there's nothing worth writing down about this. Mm-hmm. Like to me, that is very damning. Yeah. Um, while still being fun. Yeah, I'm still having fun with it. Yeah. You know. Um, yeah, so that, that's the next thing we're doing is, uh, EDF 4.1. Um, at the time you're hearing this, it's probably too late for responses. Uh, however, keep in mind, if you have anything you want to say about a thing, the deadline is always the 15th. Mm-hmm. So the 15th, uh, would have been the deadline for June, mm-hmm. uh, for these and for July, we'll talk about the games for next time, July 15th. Yes. Um, is the deadline that's duckfeed.tv slash contact.
0: Yes. Uh, the games for July are the Sims three, uh, mm-hmm. with, you know, plus expansions, a smattering yep. of expansions.
1: Um, yep. Um, our live episode, which is about Donkey Kong ninety four, recorded live at the Midwest Gaming Classic in mm-hmm. Milwaukee, Wisconsin. Yeah. Um, it also includes our kind of impressions and uh recounting of the, the weekend. Uh, I think those episodes are really fun. Yeah. Um and then finally Pathologic. Pathologic. Yeah. So which is a, a listener demand episode, which I'm really excited to dig into. Me too. So um, I it might actually do that this weekend. It's
0: kinda of hard to stop myself from doing it right now. So <laughs> But I have I'm more interesting play.
1: play. Yeah, I don't. I don't know very much about that game. They I don't, don't know uh, other than the fact that it's like obtuse and depressing. Yep, and uh, that everybody wants us to play it. So yeah, yep. <laughs> it made me think about another game that is obtuse and depressing that has been as had requested of us a lot is Stalker. Oh yeah, like someday we got to Stalker. Like, oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, did you did you end up playing that? Nope. Um, it's it's interesting. Yeah. Like it, it's it's a thing. So yeah. Um,
0: uh, but by, by by the time I really got the got the gumption up to play it, we were doing this show, and like, oh, like at any time we might be doing stalker, so yeah. I never want to like fire it up unless I know we're gonna be doing it for a show-
1: T- tons of games i have that that exact same thing yeah. like you know, I just have not uh, have that done so yeah. um yeah, so the uh uh we already have some stuff kind of planned out for the uh, the next month that's gonna be uh that is that summer jrpg yes, that uh, is, yep. yeah, so we have that planned out. And we'll talk about that in the next appendix episode after the EDF 4.1 episode. Yeah.
0: Uh, Thank you, everybody, for listening. Thanks to everybody who has supported us on Patreon.com slash DuckVTV. If Mm -hmm. you haven't done that yet, uh, please consider going there, checking out the reward options and kicking us even a couple of bucks a month. It makes a big difference for us, honestly. Absolutely. Um, Like This is my primary means of support.
1: Yes. Yep. Uh, So if, if you're listening to this, please consider that. Um, if you're not able to, we understand finances are a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you can also help other people learn about the show. Yeah. Um, writing about it on message boards, leaving ratings and reviews, things like that are all very helpful. And uh help more people hear about us, which then in turn uh gives us a wider listener base, which then in turn more people support us and that all you know, so it indirectly leads to yes. us uh, paying rent. Yeah. So yeah. And having time to uh to to push through, you know, to to play <laughs> Play games that are uh, <laughs> you know, kind of mediocre.
0: To, to dedicate to literally 12 hours yesterday to fighting against Magicka. Hey, yes. that's me.
1: Hi. Yep. 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 Um, yeah. So uh, I think that's probably about it. I think so. Um, so uh, until next time, Cole, what do they watch out for?
0: Uh, watch out for Magica. It drove me to drink. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yep. Good luck. Good luck.